It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. Hey, it's Ben. I hope you're having a wonderful day today, and I want to thank you for spending some time downloading today's edition of the podcast, the radio show podcast. And a reminder, before I tell you what's on the menu for today's show, that we're upping our game in these social distancing times. We want to help you get through the weekend, not just during the work week when most people are working from home these days. So we're going to provide you podcast Additionally, podcast-only shows on today's, later on today, Not obviously this is, a, this is a radio show, but we'll have another podcast up several hours from now, and then on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 in the West, and on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 in the West, we'll have other separate podcasts. And these are going to be a little different. 
on the radio show. You know, I don't do interviews, but we have people that hang with the Maller Militia, including on Sunday, one of my favorite people in radio, the great Tony Bruno, will check in with us and hang out with us on the podcast, a Fox Sports Radio legend, and uh, we'll talk to Tony on Sunday. But we got some other surprises along the way. One of my old radio friends later today. That'll be coming up. As for today's edition of the radio show, the one you've downloaded right now, and God, thank you for that. Uh, Ex-Astros manager A.J. Hinch and GM Jeff Luno, they might end up serving no suspension at all and be right back in the major leagues if the 2020 season is canceled. We'll talk about that. Scott Boris has a plan to save baseball this season, but will they listen? We will explore famous Jameis Winston getting the cold shoulder from the coaches, but why is that? We will discuss. Des Bryant acting like a politician trying to win re-election to the Dallas Cowboys. That's on the agenda as well. We'll have some other surprises. We got lame jokes, the coop scoop on entertainment, and some other things for you that you, you're just going to be amazed by. It's all coming your way right now. Have a great weekend. Stay healthy. Stay inside. And here we go. The best laid plans of mice, men, and you name it, well, even gas bags. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And my guy Roberto is going to do me a solid here because if I have to continue this with the, uh, the feedback, I'll have some issues. So uh, we're going to fix that, Roberto. But... Uh, Today was supposed to be the day we were previewing what was going to happen at Anaheim where the Angels and the Astros were going to go mano a mano as the Astros began going on the road. Well, they were in Oakland. They were supposed to be in Oakland on Monday and play the A's, and all that's obviously scratched away uh, from the schedule. But the Houston Astros story has taken another bizarre turn, and thank God we are here to chronicle it. Uh, every day it's something new. Now, the, over the recent couple of days, we have talked about the oddities from the courtrooms. Now, Jim Crane, the owner, the senile owner, said that he should not be party to a lawsuit because he was cleared of all wrongdoing by Major League Baseball. So no big deal here. No big deal. So uh, anyway, uh, moving on from that, Major League Baseball trying to block uh, its notes from the investigation while also bragging about the transparency. We found that uh, we found that pretty good. We thought we thought that was uh, that was pretty crazy. I'm, I'm gonna send Coop a message here. We'll see who actually uh, fixes the problem here in a second. But anyway, all right. So you you can't. You can't make the stuff up that's happened now involving the Astros. I don't know if you heard the latest. Maybe you maybe you missed it. But uh, what if I told you that nobody will end up serving a suspension? Nobody will end up serving a suspension for the Astros stealing the 2017 World Series. Well, that's if there is no 2020 season. We are told that former Astros manager A.J. Hinch and general manager Jeff Luno will fully serve their suspensions in 2020, which means even if the baseball season is finito and done, 
due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Well, sorry, that's it. Let me repeat that. If there is no 2020 season and there is no guarantee that we get a 2020 season, even if that happens and the season's canceled, well, Hinch and Luno are back in the good graces of Major League Baseball. They were handed a one-year suspension in January following that Fugazi investigation that confirmed the Astros stole signs using cameras during the regular season and playoffs in 2017 and beyond. And... One year, not 162 games. So according to the people at baseball, that's it. Time served. It gets even more comical. It gets even more comical. All right, let us discuss the question, what is your reaction to all of this latest Astro nonsense? The Astros. Now, my views on this, you've got Moving Man Matt, The Bahamas, and Caveman. And we will connect all this together. Now, first of all, this is another example of the horrible, horrible leadership of Rob Manford. What an embarrassment to the the sport of baseball. Rob Manford does not have, apparently, any level of machismo to issue punishment. We knew this already, but this latest revelation that I just learned about within the last day here shows you even more how toothless and spineless Rob Manfred is. So it it would be appropriate that even the guys suspended, right? even the guys that are suspended, well, they're actually going to serve no penalty. And Major League Baseball is claiming a loophole that because of this technicality, as we tried to lay out for you, uh, A.J. Hinch and Jeff Luno were suspended till the end of the postseason in 2020 as opposed to, again, a specific number of games. Therefore, in the wisdom of these nincompoops, these dingleberries, these schmendricks at Major League Baseball, there you go. Good job by you, Roberto. Uh, Major League Baseball will uh, view Jeff Luno and A.J. Hinch as having already served their their time and all that. It's, it's just insane. Uh, now, keep in mind, the Astros were not stripped of their 2017 Fugazi World Series title as part of their discipline for the scandal. They didn't have to give back any of their rings. Why? Because according to the leader of professional baseball, the idea of an asterisk or asking for a piece of metal back seems like a futile act. It's Rob Manford. Yeah, it seems like I, I had a bunch of friends in radio that lost their job. I, people were sending me messages on uh, on Thursday. It was a tough day for the radio business. And uh, why? How does Rob Manford keep his job? Why does he get to keep keep his job? And he's really bad at his job. And there's other people that are good at their job, and they're losing their job. It makes no sense. He's a terrible leader for Major League Baseball. So the Astros franchise was fined five million dollars. Okay, whoop de damn do. Whoop-dee-damn-do. You know the guy that owns the team, that slick con man, Jim Crane? He's worth $2.5 billion. He got fined $5 million. And they had to forfeit draft picks. By the way, spoiler alert, the Major League Baseball draft, like everything else in our little sports world here, may also not be held either this season. So does that mean the Astros don't lose their draft picks either? It gets even more farcical by the minute. So does they get the they don't lose any picks. It, it is it is a complete 
I, I want to, I can't say the word I want to say. See, I want to say a bad word. I'm not allowed to say a bad word. Even in this pandemic situation, I'm not allowed to curse. Uh, I will clean it up. But Rob Manford has become, you know what he is? He's a hybrid. He's a hybrid of Vince McMahon and a Hollywood trope. You know the Hollywood trope of like the, the boxing promoter who's a double-crossing hustler? Right, that kind of guy. That's that's how I envision Rob Manfred. Major League Baseball ought to call up our guy, Moving Man Matt, who moves. Now he's based he's based in Boston, and he moves all over the. Call up Moving Man Matt, hire him, get his truck, and then relocate the corporate offices to the den of inquinity because that that is that is uh, inequity rather. That is where Major League Baseball is right the the den of inequity because that that is a messed up operation. Uh, with this Astros story, and it gets more ridiculous. Think about this. This is the, the period where there's no games and none of that stuff, and this continues to be uh, a story because of the horrifically bad uh, leadership of, of Major League Baseball. Now, secondly, all right, now I would like to play devil's advocate with the geniuses who have decided that the punishment for Luno and A.J. Hinch will be uh, time served with no games missed if there's no baseball season uh, this year. Uh, Rob Manford, uh, he needs to grow a pair. Uh, he, he's got to grow a pair. Get some hair on your chest, I, whatever you got to do there. Because three, theoretically, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate, if the 2020 season is canceled, and that means the 2020 World Series is never played, there is no 2020 World Series that's played, then the two of them can never be reinstated, right? Follow my logic? Because uh, they they were supposed to be allowed back at the conclusion of the 2020 World Series. Well, if there's no World Series, then technically these guys are banned for life. I'm not just whistling uh, you know, into the wind here. Uh, I'm sorry. These guys get the Pete Rose package. All right? They get the full Pete Rose package, and that would be a much better outcome then, in essence, handing them time served, which is what it sounds like baseball is considering, and not only considering, they've already decided. Think about that. No no regular season games missed. Bang, bang, right? This is akin to you going on vacation to the Bahamas back when we could go on vacation to the Bahamas. But you go to the Bahamas, and then while you're on vacation on the beach in the Bahamas, uh, your boss says um, you're actually suspended from work, uh, and then that's retroactive till the time you get back from your vacation. Then your vacation, the suspension's over. I right? like it's one thing to be soft on you know crime and all this is baseball crime, but it's not just being soft on the a holes from Houston, the Astros, but this is giving a Swedish massage. Uh, essentially is what it is to the to the crooks to the crooks and you already get you already allowed uh, most of these guys to get away with it all right final thought so it is possible that if major league baseball's 2020 season is done it's scratched that's it that aj hinge and jeff luno would then immediately be eligible to return for gainful employment in 2021 Assuming we have a 2021 season, I'd say we will. Uh, now, who would actually be a big enough dum-dum to hire these guys? There's only one name. There's only one 
name that you need to know. You know what that name is? That's right. Look no further than the village idiot, Jim Crane. This guy is a coolest caveman. I'm telling you. He is a Neanderthal of a person based on what I've read on the internet about the guy and some of his other business dealings. Uh, he's senile. That's based on his own words. Remember we played the sound earlier this week, a uh, famous news conference where the Astros were apologizing, <laughs> in air quotes, and uh, Jim Crane, within the span of 50 seconds, went from saying that the cheating did not impact the outcome of the games to then saying he didn't say that 51 seconds later when asked, a follow-up question. That's the guy that owns this baseball team, right? And I will guarantee you that the Astros will definitely, at the very least, consider dumping Dusty Baker, who hasn't even managed a regular season game in Houston, and bringing back A.J. Hinch. The way you look at this, this is the perfect scam for the Astros, right? They've, They've already been tagged the villains of baseball. They're the bad guys. They love A.J. Hinch. They think he's a strategic wizard and a genius. Uh, how could you say that when they've been bang, bang, and whistle, whistle, and all this other nonsense, buzz, buzz, and all that? So what do you, what do you have to lose, right? I mean, you don't have to worry about the optics. You're, the, you're already the heels, so you don't have to worry about becoming the bad guys. You're already the bad guys. And if in the eyes of baseball, A.J. Hinch has served his punishment, why not bring him back? If you're the Astros, you don't think you did anything wrong. The owner doesn't think that the, the cheating impacted the outcomes of the games. Now, Jeff Luno, I'm not as sure will come back. He's a different cat. But he's also beloved by the owner of the Astros and certainly the analytical community in baseball. Uh, they uh, slobber, slobber, lick, lick all over Jeff Luno, the former GM there. And it would not shock me. If the Astros not only brought back A.J. Hinch, and they don't care what the, the hoi polloi think. They, screw the common man. What if they brought Luno back? How, about, how great would that be? And, and, then, and then you'd have that snake of a commissioner, Rob Manford, who would say, well, you know, they, so they serve their time. They're allowed back. If the Astros want to hire them back, I can't interfere with team activity. And if each team has to hire who they want to hire, I can't, I can't do my job as the commissioner of baseball. And, and see, the Astros, uh, they are in their own unique bubble. They're in their own unique bubble. Yeah, now, they could use the fog of the pandemic to cover this and say, well, people won't really be paying attention, you know, because people are focused on other things. They're trying to hoard toilet paper and get masks and things like that. And so hey, nobody will really care. And, hey, we can hire these Mama Lukes back. Who cares? I'm telling you, I'm not I'm not going nuts over here. This is a, a possibility, although I was hearing myself back like I'm the greatest man in the world. That Lou Gehrig speech, for about the first half of this Mallow monologue, uh, I, I felt like I was Lou Gehrig at Yankee Stadium. And uh, on the 4th of July, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And yeah. Anyway, we'll take your phone calls. If you would like to be part, we'll open up the phone lines here for your dancing and dining pleasure. And if you want to talk about what I just was ranting about or anything else, as long as it's mildly entertaining and not boring, uh, feel free. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. 
And we're on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. And our Facebook page, which is Ben Maller Show. Well, we discussed the Astros situation and the ridiculousness of baseball in their well, – you want these guys as you judge baseball because they don't punish anybody. But what about college football – a one of for our purposes, uh, one of the legends of college football has had to apologize because some some snowflakes were offended. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. It was not successful. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like really love. Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller 2020, and you can be heard in the democracy of the Ben Maller Show. We encourage and welcome the voice of the people. That would be you following the voice of this show on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. It's so big, I don't think you could really kind of get your mouth around it. I mean, it's you know what I'm saying? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And our guy Graveyard C writes it. He says, it's ironic that Major League Baseball owns Rawlings now, and Rob Manford still can't find any balls. It's a... Save that for lame jokes, Graveyard. See, that'll be coming up in the third hour of the overnight. And uh, we will have some fun there. And all the comedy clubs are closed and fun is is canceled. But we're going to try to have some fun. We're going to try to have some fun because I think we all need to laugh. And apparently everyone's just drinking incessantly, uh, completely torpedoed here. Uh, wow. Have you seen these, these alcohol stats, Eddie? That uh, people are... Not just under the influence, uh, they they are all and they're seeing like pink spiders and stuff like it's out of control. The alcohol sales. Well, I have seen there's a, there's a Seven Eleven near my home, and I drive by it every day, and uh, everyone coming out of there is, it seems to have booze. Well, sure. Well, why else would you go make a late night run to Seven Eleven? You get, I'm going to get a hot dog and nachos. You know, come on. But it's wonderful how human beings are wired because, listen, we're going through an interesting time and something that we'll be all able to talk about for years to come. But in times like this, people run to vices, right? It's like booze, porn, uh, people are weaponizing, they're buying guns, the gun sales are up through the roof. It's crazy what people do in times like this, and uh, but the alcohol sales... Uh, there was a story out the other day. Uh, they're up over fifty percent, and uh, I think from from last year, cocktails up seventy five percent compared to a year ago when there was no stay at home. So I guess if you got the, the lesson is if you got to stay at home, you don't drink. That's the lesson. Drink a lot of a lot of alcohol. You and, talked uh, about you talked about people, uh, you know, vices and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, I love food. You, you love food. Well, everybody that works on the show loves food. But yeah, I recognized immediately that this could be really bad for me. Uh, that if I just you know was going to be home and like doing nothing and just wanted to eat everything. So yeah. I've gone the other way, hardcore. I have, uh, I have bought some stuff to have like a home gym, and I'm like trying to work out like crazy every day. So I'm, I'm trying to do the opposite. It's so far well, so good, good but uh, yeah. I, well, I was yeah, like, yeah, you're, I, I you're knew, right, though, I knew this had the potential for disaster because yeah. I just want to snack all day long. Yeah, I'm doing. This. I'm like fasting more now than I was before. Oh, good, like, good. Because I'm, well, I can't I go to good. the, I can't go to the gym. <laughs> I know. So I'm, I'm like every time I eat, I think I eat like one cheeseburger. I'm gonna gain fifty pounds. You know, it's that kind of thing. My yeah. head, because you know, the head of a fat guy, and so. 
it's a problem. But the other thing too is like when people, a lot of people are depressed, and when you're depressed, you eat comfort food, right? right? You, yeah, absolutely. You, I mean, that's, that's we're all kind of wired that way, right? You eat junk food, and yeah, I guess it's good if you're selling pizza, cookies, ice cream, that kind of stuff, right? French fries, man, all about that. Boy, all that sounds really good, by the way. Yeah, tell you. yeah, it does. Oh man. All right. Anyway, uh, let's go to the let's go to the phones and we'll say hello to let's see. Let's go to the hula boy. We'll say aloha in the Hawaiian Islands. Hello, hula boy. How you doing, Ben? Welcome, aloha. Aloha. It's dead as a doornail here. <laughs> well, to be fair, normally there's not much going on at night in Hawaii. Anyway, I got married in Hawaii, hula boy. I think I might have. Yeah, told I you know. That. You told me that yeah. last time. Yeah. But uh, and, I know. Uh, it's, anyway, uh, I can't imagine like there's because there's because there's nothing. Even when there's like normal times, Hawaii shuts down. Well, I don't. Which island are you on? Oahu, which is oh, probably Oahu. the uh, the uh, swinging t- uh, island. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the big city, right? That's the not like the uh, the Garden Island. Uh, Ka- no, Kauai that's where, no, that's uh, Kauai. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. What's well, on anyway, your mind, I want to tell you my story. So uh, a lot of uh, clowns here in Hawaii, they just don't follow instructions. I have a big uh, football field uh, park that opens up from my back gate, so they all, and public parks are closed, and every day they're walking their dogs, they're not uh, social distancing. So I call the police every day. Every day you call the police. And did the police show up? Yeah, they show up, they hand out citations, and uh, they yeah. disperse them. All right, well, uh, listen, you shouldn't be, people have to follow the rules, right? Like, hula boy, and if they don't well, follow yeah, the rules, a lot you of knuckleheads sure follow here. the rules. Yeah. A lot of knuckleheads. Well, that's true, but they're, it, you'll be happy to know it's not just in Hawaii. They're everywhere. So Yeah, that's here. true. I'm actually, if you don't know, I'm an ER physician, too. Oh, wow. Well, wow. What's that like right now? Uh. I'm actually doing more general practice now, but I've had uh, probably, I've been uh, in uh, contact with probably four to five people who have been positive. Now, have you been tested or do you need to be tested? Yeah, I was tested because we had a situation at work that someone came back from uh, uh, Aspen and Veal on vacation and they uh, basically uh, got sick as a dog in the... uh, office the day I was there, and uh, we had to send him down to the urgent care, and uh, he obviously became positive, and then uh, we had a quarantine and all that good stuff. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Well, this, I think you told me the story before, uh, but you're obviously from the East Coast, right? Hula boy, you're not. This is not a Hawaiian accent that we're listening to here. So. Yeah, that's true. I've been here for 25 years, never lost it. Isn't that amazing? That accent is so powerful. It's so ingrained in your DNA, Hula Boy, that you've lived in Hawaii all that time. And that, what, but I got to tell you, what a great, if you're going to become in that profession, you know, the medical profession, obviously when times are normal, this is a special time right now, but what a great place to live, Hawaii, though. I mean, you did it right there, Hula Boy. It's a good job by you. Yeah, I would say so, uh, you know. Actually, I do some kite surfing here once in a while. There you go. Well, I, yeah. If you if you're in Hawaii, you might as well do a lot of kite surfing. Why not? Absolutely. Although not right now, though. You gotta you gotta stay inside. All, all right. Listen, Hula Boy. Thanks, man. Good luck with everything. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Yes. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on. And uh, 
How much do you think those tickets are in Hawaii if you're out walking around? You're not supposed to be walking around. You're not social distancing. Any idea? I wonder how much that costs. I don't know. Uh, I'll never get one of those because I only I go out of my house. For, for, I try to go on a walk for like uh, like an hour, but I don't want to get in contact with anybody. Like I got my headphones on. I got my head down. You know, I'm just I'm just walking. That's it. I'm not, I'm not there to interact with anybody because there's not many people out anyway. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Now, Ben, I know you were talking in your opening monologue about the Astros and the punishment that uh, even if there's no season would still be valid. I didn't hear you mention it. I hope you're, I'm not repeating you, something you said, but did you hear what Evan Gaddis had to say? Yeah, no, I didn't mention it in the monologue, um, but I'm, yeah, I definitely want to get to it. Yeah, he, uh, he uh, issued a statement, a prepared statement, Eddie. Yeah, he's, uh, he was on a podcast, and uh, he was saying that he understood why everyone was so angry. And, and the, the, the big quote here is that he says, We obviously cheated baseball and cheated fans. Fans felt duped. I feel bad for fans. End quote. Yeah, that's. Uh, does that make you feel better? Do you feel better when you hear that? You think that's... No, uh, that's the, yeah, no, no, but I mean, I think the other... Uh, strategy they've been employing uh, to be defiant and well, able about it is, is he's uh, not listen, he's not playing anymore. He's done with baseball. He's no one's going to hire Evan Gaddis as a uh, as a player in baseball. And wasn't he the same guy that leaked the story to the Athletic that he wanted the the thing positioned like he was trying to stop them from cheating? Remember that story came out in I think it was sometime in February, maybe in January even. The story came out about that, but yeah, listen, it doesn't change my opinion of the Astros or anything like that. These guys are uh, these, these scoundrels, and uh, they deserve everything they get. Uh, but they're getting nothing, so I guess they do deserve everything they get. They're like, there's no punishment, zero. It's outrageous. I can't believe again, Eddie. The monologue. I got to go back to the monologue. Baseball. If there's no 2020 season, and there's no guarantee there's a 2020 season. Then AJ Hinch and Jeff Luno, um, that's it. They, that's it. They're not even though they lost their jobs, they can be rehired, and there's it's time served. It's time, how ridiculous is that? There's no punishment. That's, uh, that's pretty hard to believe. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, Gaddis, I saw his quote. He says, "If our punishment is being hated by everyone forever, then so be it." Is what he said. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, it's the Ben Maller Show. Geico, Geico, Geico to the rescue. We love our friends at Geico. And let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, just me, between me and you here, all right? Uh, do you own or rent your home? Do you? Oh, come on. Of course, the answer is yes. And if this thing will open up here, I'll tell you more. That's right. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work, especially when you're there all the time. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com. Easy. Bubba writes in from Texas, and Bubba points out that it is not a bad thing. Uh, There's nothing wrong with a late-night nacho hot dog tornado and Slurpee. Big gulp run at 7-Eleven. Bubba, back in, back in my day, uh, my big eating days, absolutely. Supermarket Steve says the people that Eddie sees buying alcohol from 7-Eleven on his way home from work are the real drunks because they're waiting for 6 a.m. so the store can sell liquor again. But that's a Supermarket Steve giving you the inside 
Wow, I never, I never knew that. I never knew that 6 a.m. was the reset button on that. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Uh, I thought yeah. it was 7. Is it 7? I don't know. Um, but Supermarket Steve would know. He works at a grocery, at least I, in this I, area. I believe him. Uh, yeah. Uh, Daniel says, I don't want to tempt you guys, but Panda Express oh, currently God. has a deal where you can get their family meal, two sides, three large entrees for $20. You big Pan Express guy, that orange I, chicken? Yeah, I like it. I yeah. do, yeah. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Friday's uh, the cheat day, so, you know. <laughs> When's your cheat day? Tomorrow, today, oh, I guess. Oh, good. Friday. Yeah. Well, not not yet. 25 minutes. I, I, my cheat day, I was on Saturday on my cheat day, and then I felt guilty for like three days after that. Like, I felt like I overdid it, you know, on the cheat. But it's a cheat day. You're supposed to be able to cheat. Ernie the Great O'Piner writes in and says, Ben, what, what's happening to our beloved pastime baseball the last 20 years uh, or more, it has been run by buffoons like Bud Selig and Jellyfish Rob Manford. All these drum-banging astros deserve the Pete Rose treatment. There's supposed to be no cheating. No cheating in baseball and no crying in baseball. You know, uh, Ben, I watched uh, the movie 61 today. I had never watched it before. I didn't see that Roger Maris and uh, Mickey Mantle. And uh, the commissioner there put an asterisk on uh, the home run of Roger Maris for a few years there. Yeah. Oh, for many years. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, wasn't that a Billy Crystal production? Yeah. 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 yeah I so that, I mean, Rob I Manfred could have put the asterisk on that World Series, but he didn't. Oh, well, Rob Manfred could have done a lot of things that would have been like a good leader would have done in baseball, but he chose not to do it. Uh, Ernie also says that Hula Boy sounds like he's from Boston, Hawaii, and he sounds like he's Blind Scott's cousin, according to uh, to Ernie. There you go. All right. Uh, we'll get back to the phone calls. I did want to mention, though, actually, let me do this real quick because uh, this is my favorite college football coach, Mike Leach. And Mike Leach, uh, he, he was trying to crack some jokes on Twitter, and he ended up having to issue an apology for a tweet that he sent out. And uh, this is very unlike Mike. Mike Leach has gotten in some trouble in the past on, on social media and he's issued statements and whatnot, but uh, I don't recall him uh, going this deep into a, a formal apology, but he was trying to make a joke about people staying at home. And you know, we, we've kidded around about this too. Like when you, People are home all the time. There's two things that are going to happen. The divorce rate's going to go through the roof. And either that extreme or there's going to be a baby boom in the end of 2020. And in 2021, there'll be a big baby boom because people, you know, there's not much else to do. Um, And Mike Leach sent out a tweet and he tweeted out a meme. This was on Wednesday night that featured a picture of this elderly woman uh, knitting. She had some knitting sticks there, and her hands were uh, working. She was, uh, she was making a noose, and the caption read, after two weeks of quarantine with her husband, Gertrude decided to knit him a scarf, uh, which is like it's, it's just a typical joke. Now, of course, uh, the snowflakes were offended by this, and you can't do this. I, listen, I understand the news thing, but that was not Mike Leach's intention. He, he could have had, he, I guess he should have in retrospect done it. I guess it would have been better if he had, had a, uh, a tweet where the woman's cleaning her gun and making the same statement, right? 
after two weeks of quarantine with her husband, Gertrude decided to clean her gun just in case. You know, but would people have been offended by that? I don't know. This was Mike Leach trying to, to make light of the situation of couples trying to destroy each other. I uh, do not believe that Mike Leach is a racist, like uh, people are trying to paint him to be on social media. And, uh, you know, the second racist. thing is Mike Leach is a cartoon character. Uh, and you know, if you don't want to get that brand of humor, and for whatever reason, I would advise you not to pay attention to what he posts on Twitter. Uh, and and so I, I felt like that was a contrived non, uh, non-story. Racist. Yeah, Mike Leach has always been the guy that's ranted about free speech and sharing his beliefs to, to people. And uh, yeah, yeah, but clearly he touched on something there that he had to apologize for. But I, I, I saw that. I said, Come on, what are we doing here? We're still, we still got the apology crowds out there clamoring for apologies. We still got that going on. All right, uh, let's go to the phones here and let's say hello to. Let's see here. Let's go to Lee in Seattle. Hello, Lee. And Ben, this whole Houston thing is making me drink or making me drink more. You're saying that nothing. They're going to go scot-free for all this year. Well, only if there's no baseball. If there's a baseball season, they'll be suspended. But there's not going to be a 162-game season. That's off the table already. So whatever they get is going to be less than even 162 games if there is a season. They're talking about a 100- or 81-game season, something along those lines. And according to the story, now the reporting is these guys are going to be allowed backly. They're going to be allowed back with time served if there's no 2020 season. Now, Ben, you are right. These folks, uh, uh, Jim Crane, Manfred, MLB, these guys think they live in a bubble. There's a problem. What pops bubbles, and that's lawsuits, that whole DraftKings thing. They think uh, there's that defense that, hey, they try to aspire to the ideal of integrity of the game, but they're not responsible. That's bull hockey. Now they've gone join these pseudo-gambling sites. It's analogous to the SEC and the Stock Exchange. Now, you can't guarantee that's true, but you are supposed to do some stuff, and what Discovery will show is either it's in tr- just a cover-up, which just has malice, or you have gross negligence, which is just as bad. Because this came out, there are, there's like reports in 2017, 2018, 2019, that this stuff was going on, and MLB executives, the commissioner, knew about it. What Discovery will show is when did he know about it, when did executives know about it, and why did they do anything about it? And that is what they're worried about. And they should be worried about it because they can't – because the other well, thing that – Listen, Lee, let me help you out. Because either way, they're screwed here. Because let's say baseball and you know, the laws – what happens in court oftentimes, the, there's the law and then there's the public perception of what goes on in, outside of the, the courtroom. But let, let's say that just for – I'll play devil's advocate. Let's say that baseball wins, that their argument is, well, we try to present a fair game, but, you know, we don't really have to present a fair game. Then, you know what we do? We Someone will file, and it's not going to be me, but somebody will file a lawsuit saying, well, that's false advertising. That's false advertising. Okay, and you know, contact the, the Better Business Bureau, the Federal Trade Commission, Truth in Advertising, because if you're going around talking about integrity of the game and you're marketing the sport of baseball, talking about that, but then when you get sued, you say, well, we don't really have to have a fair game. You can't have it both ways. You have to pick and choose. Either way, you're going to get sued, and you're going to lose one of those lawsuits. Because the biggest thing, Ben, is, is if they're going to go with that, 
That means then the U.S. government, the Congress, can revoke their big-time antitrust exemption. And if that comes to fruition, I don't care. That's when money's involved. That's when the owners go, you know what? This Manfred guy's got to go because I know there's one thing that all these major uh, four leagues care about is the antitrust exemption. And this, these lawsuits, they're not, they're maybe trivial right now and their viewpoint, but I'm telling you, this is going to creep up to that. Well, hey, listen, I, I was told by somebody years ago that baseball is never going to lose the antitrust exemption because they are so far, they, they've got big pockets baseball and they're paying lobbyists to grease the, uh, you know what, of politicians in D.C. And that's how that game's played. That's why they don't have to worry about that because they just pay off the politicians in D.C. with the lobbyists and they don't have to worry about it. All right, I got to let you go. Thank you, Lee. Lee, uh, go have some more booze for me, Lee. Have some fireball. Actually, you know, you're uh, you're the shot guy. I wonder if he's just, uh, drinking the shots at home or I don't know. Anyway, all right, time now for the Who Am I game. Here we go. Uh, I am the only player in NBA history to have multiple, multiple 25 assist games or better in a single season. Again, the only player in NBA history to have multiple 25 assist games in a single season. Who am I? The answer, I'll tell you next. I've been drinking my urine for 20 years. Oh, boy. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you're a regular listener, you know the Ben Maller Show is unconventional sports talk. We dabble in the outlandish and bond with the freaks and geeks. Facebook is a digital playground for all of us. You can chat with other P1 friends of the show. It's painless and you can cancel anytime. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And time now for the Who Am I game, a blatant attempt to get you to listen a couple minutes longer and Clearly it worked, because here we are. Look at that. Surprise, surprise, surprise. All right, I am the only player, the only one in NBA history to have multiple 25 assist games in a single season. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? And if you know the answer, you should have already sent her an answer, because if not, uh, it's too late. Uh, Let's see here. I can't read that. Uh, SoCal Musician, he got it right. So did... Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, clearly cheating. Ed from Spokane's going with Mr. Bean or Chris Cuomo. We have Robin Vegas says the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Jimmer Fredette, guessed by Ernie the Great O'Piner. Vinny the Microwave Johnson from Graveyard C. Rod got this right. Uh, who else do we have here? Is he page down? Hollywood Hulk Hogan from Tortilla Man Tony. Tiny Archibald, guessed by Al. Mahmoud Abdul Raouf from Chris, the Vancouver Grizzlies legend. I knew him as Chris Jackson, though, when he was at LSU. John Havlicek from Rob in Des Moines, or as Roberto calls it, uh, Des Moines. Justin Bieber from Just Josh. PJ, the problem solver, is calling with John Minko. Well, that's not very nice, PJ. I mean, that's a radio legend. How dare you? Uh, Miguel on fire says it's John Stockton. That's the answer. The rooster in Minnesota, is going with David Copperfield. All right, Eddie, do you have an answer? It's not Ralphie May, which was guessed by Arik. That was his uh, his answer. Ben, Interesting. It's, answer. it's the Iceman, George Gervin. The Iceman cometh. Was it George Gervin? Uh, no. Uh, the correct answer, none other than Kevin Porter. Do you remember Kevin Porter in the NBA? you got to be an old fart to remember Kevin Porter. Trailblazers, right? 
Uh, no, that's Terry, Terry Porter. Porter. Yeah, it was it was Terry Porter and Clyde Drexler with the Trailblazers. This guy played in the 70s and the early 80s, Kevin Porter. And with the Detroit Pistons in 1979, he had two games of 25 assists. Actually, I think he did it in three games. Uh, he shares the record, but he did it twice in one season. Never heard of him. Yeah, I had to look him up. But the guy had some big stats and played a decent amount of time in the NBA for the Pistons and the Washington Bullets. Oh, can you imagine there was a team called the Washington Bullets? Man. What have you tried to name it? What have you tried to name a team like that today? Like how many special interest groups would be raining down like fire and sulfur and all that? Oh my god, I called the team and they were around for years the Washington Bullets. And uh, yeah, now now no. But well, the Wizards, they could have done better than the Wizards, couldn't they? I mean, that's kind of a I don't know, it's not it's not not good. Really, they should have contacted me. I, I remember we did a bit when they were changing names. I, I came up with a million better names than Wizards. That's just dumb. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everyone's got a plan. But will any of them actually work? That's the question. We need someone to say, I love it when a plan comes together because right now it's just a lot of idle speculation, but we're in the speculation business, yes? Especially this time of the year. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm glad you have chosen to spend some time with us in the magic radio box as we help you kill some time. A lot of time to kill. A lot of time, right? Yeah, we'll help you out and get through you at least this hour. And if you stay with us uh, the rest of the night, pretty much. Anyway, so we are still months away. From any real sports returning to our lives, I think we can determine that if everything goes great and wonderful and splendid, maybe July. Maybe July. I, I was going for June before, but now I've pushed it back to July. I'd be happy with June. I'd be happy with June. So we're in April. We got through April, and it looks like we're going to have to get through May. And then at that point, we can like reevaluate when we get to the end of May. That seems to be the big the big period of time that we have to get to. And it has now been, this is the third day of April, 24 days since the industrial complex of sports shut down. March 11th was the last day that we had NBA and NHL games. And baseball closed up spring training on March 12th. So that was the day after. And there is an outside-the-box plan that is being proposed that would allow, in theory, for Major League Baseball to come back before all of this is decided. And now entering the chat would be Scott Boris from his compound in Newport Beach in the OC. Uh, Scott Boris has a plan. And he had mentioned this. We talked about it a little bit. I guess he's changed it since then. I don't know if you heard the latest on this. Maybe you missed it, but... The super agent of the stars, Scott Boris, his suggestion, and he's got more juice than Rob Manford, and by the way, more teeth than Rob Manford. Scott Boris is a tougher negotiator and more machismo than Rob Manford. Anyway, uh, Scott Boris is suggesting that Major League Baseball go to, quote, functional isolation, close quote, uh, to resume operations in the next couple of weeks. Not not couple of months, like the next couple of weeks. Now, what does that mean in layman's terms? I'll tell you. 
Uh, Major League Baseball teams would return to spring training camps in Florida and Arizona under the Boris plan. They would travel, but only in des- to designated team hotels and to their stadium. Uh, players would not have any contact with the outside world. People that are not part of their traveling party, uh, sorry, ixnay on the hangout, a eh? you're done. And under this proposal, uh, the traveling parties would consist of 60 players. That includes players, coaches, the uh, people in the locker room, the support staff, 60 people total. That's it, which is which is a very workable number because you figure eh, rosters supposed to be 20, what, 26, something like that, and then you add on a few extra players they'll probably have when they start playing baseball again if they do play baseball. And it's, it's, it's a number you can get to. And Boros claimed that under his proposal, teams would be, for lack of a better term, segregated away from everyone else. They stay in their region, meaning that big league baseball would be now divided, at least initially, between the 15 teams in the Grapefruit League and the 15 teams in the Cactus League. So that, that's it. The games would be played in empty stadiums, at least at the beginning of this proposal, and everyone who is part of the proposal, would end up being tested. Uh, would end up being tested daily for the coronavirus. All right, so let us discuss. that. Those are the basics. That's the thumbnail version. I think I left I – I don't think I left anything out. I think that's the key part. Anyway, so the question, the key parts. Uh, the question, what are the chances that Major League Baseball were to actually do this, that w- would they would listen to Scott Boras and we would have a 2020 season start in Florida and Arizona? All right, so listen, there's a couple problems with this. All right, now I, I'm I'm a sports talk show. I need sports. I, I I guess I don't know. We're doing all right without it, but it would be more fun if we had it. And I like watching games, even though I don't talk about them. I like watching the games. It's fun to, to do that. Um, but there's a lot that's wrong with this. I'm going to set the odds on this actually happening at plus three thousand. And if you're not a degenerate gambler. And I guess no one really is a degenerate gambler at this point. That implies around a 3% chance that we will actually see this play out. Now, my thoughts, you've got Banana Bread, Grease Monkey, and Pollyanna. And we will put all of these things together, and we will make uh, some some orange chicken and some chow mein. And, uh, and we'll have some, uh, some Beijing beef, because that guy made me hungry now. I want some Chinese food, and so I'm thinking about going to Panda. Uh, all right, A... Uh, this is not a Scott Boras original harebrained idea. Uh, it's not. Now, he's enhanced it. He's added on to it. But if you listen closely in a previous episode of this show, we talked about this very proposal, at least the loose part of this proposal, the idea of having baseball teams switch instead of an American National League setup, having grapefruit cactus league, that has been kicked around internally. It would be a temporary situation pending, obviously, the determination of what happens with the government, the CDC, the World Health Organization, all that stuff. Uh, But for this to happen, the bean counters, the people in charge of the finances at Major League Baseball would have to say, all right, you guys are so effing screwed. And listen, a lot of businesses are going through this right now, but you are so screwed that the you've got to play. You have there's no choice. You have to play, or it's financial ruination. All right. Um, 
Major League Baseball is not insulated from the outside world. They will end up bleeding money like every other business if this continues long enough. In fact, the business uh, reports indicate that we're talking about billions of dollars in lost revenue for Major League Baseball. And it's not like you feel bad for them. You don't feel any worse for them than anybody else. Um, so that's that's the backdrop on this. But at some point, there is going to have to be some very creative thinking that takes place or it's not going to go well, right? It's either temporarily do something redonkulous sounding like Scott Boros is tossing out and other people at baseball have thrown around, or the other option would be to hold a bake sale. And cover the cost that way. I'm sure baseball could raise a lot of money. Like you could have Mike Trout cook up his banana bread or Aaron Judge could make uh, meatballs and lasagna. You could you could go down the list, right? You could have you know, each player can have their own food dish and they'd sell enough of those at a bake sale uh, that uh, they'd be good to go. I guess it would be it was, if they were selling uh, you know, bake sales like baked goods. I guess the, the lasagna and the... The Italian meatballs, that would be more like a pot lunch, a pot luck kind of meal type thing. Anyway, all right, now part B of this. The main reason that the Scott Boros plan would be dead on arrival, there's two problems. Number one, Scott Boros has put his name on it. The people that run baseball, they have a love-hate relationship with Scott Boros. And so... Ego is involved in this, right? People that run baseball want to say, well, Scott Boris is like the shadow commissioner of Major League Baseball, even though he is the shadow commissioner of Major League Baseball, but they don't want to admit that. All right, the other problem, and I don't know any other way to say this, baseball as a whole, the entire industry, spoiled, right? Now, I'm not saying that to goof on these people, but I'm just observing the realities of what's going on. I, nobody in Major League Baseball for how many years, going back, when was the last time that somebody had to really work two jobs to play professional baseball? I think it's not a bad thing. It's just a reality that if you're a baseball player, you're not working part-time repairing cars as a grease monkey. Uh, you're not fixing refrigerators. You're not mopping floors. You're not selling you know, real estate or insurance on the side, you don't need to. I mean, because of the money, the TV, the digital revenues, for better or worse, we we know this. These athletes are coddled and they're pampered. And it would be a gigantic sacrifice to relocate to Florida or Arizona for an indefinite period of time. And let's be honest, a lot of these spring training towns are mostly off the map, especially in Florida. Eh, Not so much in Arizona these days, but there's some in Arizona that are off the beaten path in the middle of nowhere. And you think these guys are going to, it's one thing to spend a month and a half in a place like that. But if you're stuck in the hinterlands for how long and the key part of this, no family, no friends, obviously none of that, no loved ones. You're, you're on your own. You're on the job. You're working, playing baseball. And now you can't really have a social life anyway under the, the rules that we're trying to follow as a society, but that's not the point, right? There's other issues too, right? Uh, such as the big one would be getting enough tests, which appears to be problematic. Major League Baseball could hire an outside medical firm to be in charge of that, but the optics would not be good. 
And I'm starting to think, though, that baseball doesn't give a damn about the optics. We just did a monologue last hour about the lack of punishment for the Astros, and we've pointed out many times that Rob Manford is a stumble bum. So it's possible they just don't care. All right, last thing. All right, so publicly, Major League Baseball has taken a very open position that they have vowed not to resume play until there are no more bans on mass gatherings or travel restrictions And the medical experts from the CDC, the World Health Organization, have determined that there will be no health risk uh, for fans to attend games and for the teams. Let me tell you something. That sounds wonderful. That sounds great. Um, It's not realistic. We are talking about a Pollyanna outlook. The, The real world of having to make certain decisions. Listen, things are messed up right now. And they're going to be out of sorts for a long time. If you're waiting for everything to be the way it was before all this started, you know it's going to come back. And my idea is, in my my the way I look at this, it's going to come back piecemeal, right? It's not all going to come back at one time. It's going to come back piecemeal and kind of go back and integrate back into these things. So if you're waiting for everything to be the way it was, then forget about it. Just cancel the season. It's not going to happen, right? And We've mentioned this phrase uh, in the last couple of days, and it certainly applies to this as well, that the fittest will survive, right? So it's sports Darwinism. Right? In simple philosophy, if you're not familiar with that, that if you don't adapt to your environment, then you're not long for your environment. You have to be flexible. And the fact that baseball doesn't want to play in empty stadiums or extend into the winter is an honorable thing. And I love the idea because that means we're guaranteed of booing the Astros. But it's not realistic, right? Baseball has a fundamental advantage. They have an advantage. In their toolbox that the NFL doesn't have, the NBA, the NHL, none of the other major sports leagues in America have what baseball has. And it sounds like baseball is unwilling at this time to use the advantage they have. What is the advantage? Well, the advantage is obvious. It's right between your eyes. They have 30 spring tra- Actually, it's not even 30 because a lot of these complexes are shared by multiple teams, whatever the number is. I know the White Sox and Dodgers, for example. I think the Reds and Indians share their facility and uh, the, the Astros and the Nationals. You can go through the list, but th- that's not the point. They, they share these facilities, but there's enough spring training facilities that are functional, functional and available for use where they can temporarily relocate, and if they chose to go down this road, they could go down this road. And that gives them an edge over the NFL. The NFL can't do this. They don't have teams hold training camp. Most of them these days hold training camp at their own facility, or they might go to a college somewhere and hold training camp. Um, but that's about it. NBA, you know, they don't, they don't really do much. They don't have other they have practice facilities. That's about it. NHL, it's the same deal. It's the same deal. So it's unorthodox. If you want to get back sooner, it's the way you're probably going to have to do it at the start, and it sounds like they don't want to do it. And because Scott Boris is involved, again, I think there's less than 5% chance, a less than 5% chance that this would go forward. All right, we'll take your phone calls. If you'd like to be part, the lines are open at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You know how there's like a different set of rules for celebrities? 
Uh, I was reminded of that. No, I'm not a celebrity, but I was reminded of that. I'll give you my example of more proof that the rules are a little different for for you and I as opposed to the celebrities. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller 2020, and you can be heard in the democracy of the Ben Maller Show. We encourage and welcome the voice of the people. That would be you. Following and tweeting at the voice of this show, he's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. <laughs> and now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, let's go to the phones. And later this hour, we're going to have the third degree. Next hour, Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. We will make it's It's only the only place you can get comedy, uh, I think. I don't know. I think comedy's been canceled, but we'll have that for you. It's amateur comedy. It's comedy sent in by the other people listening to the show. Uh, let's go to New York. We'll say hello to uh, a former caller of the year. On the Ben Maller Show, boom, 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 boom. Real talk. Hey, what's up, Ben, man? Sounding real good tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Ben, I was doing your show the other day when people were complaining, which is pretty cool because, I, you, know, I, you know, I never like to complain or talk about any callers. You know what I'm saying? That's something more like my cousin Andrew would do, but it's a good thing he's not here right now because if he was here, he'd be, wait a minute, I'm- well, what are the odds? I mean, are, are you now, Andrew? I don't know if you're supposed to be hanging out with real talk. I mean, social distancing, it sounds like you're right on top of him here. What's up with that? Hey, uh, right on top. That's more of an Eddie Garcia type thing, being on top of guys. <laughs> oh, you feel me, Ben? I don't, I don't, hey, don't, I don't worry, know. Eddie Garcia. You'll be back on your knees on no time when this social spacing is going away. You wow. feel me? <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, look, ben. Andrew, you, you haven't missed him. Oh, he's gone. Oh, look at that. I, had no, I, I have no control. Was that you, Roberto, or Coop? Which one blew you up? Which one? That was me. That was you, Roberto? All right, there you go. Sorry. Sorry about that, Real Talk, unless I'm not. Well, Andrew, we didn't hang up on Real Talk. You hung up on on his other guy, his nemesis there. Uh, let's go to Chris in Houston. Hello, Christopher. Here's kitty, kitty. I want to say here's kitty, kitty. Man, that song is freaking Hey, man, that song is just hooked in my head, man. I don't know why that, why that dude Tiger King didn't be a, be a singer, man. Be a country singer. I mean... His song was better than his freaking facility. What's going now, on ben, with you, Chris? Wait, wait, are you, calm down. Are you okay? Have you put too many cans well, of I, soup on the on the shelf here? What's going on with you? Well, I, I'm stuck on Tiger King, man. I mean, that Tiger King stuff got me just messed, man. Those people are wild. Oh, and that chick with a basket? Oh, man. You're talking about pot calling the kettle black. Now, Ben, I just want to say, you, the, you are the one percenter. I will say that. How are you going to leave your crew out? They got to come to the studio, but you don't. Uh, I, I'm following company guidelines. I'm doing from the remote studio. I, uh, everyone's doing it from the remote studio. Now, I, let, I would let rather go in, to be honest with you, but they want me now, to do it from here. So. Is Bella on your lap? I know you're very concerned about my lap, but uh, but no, Bella is not. Uh, Bella's laying down off on the side over here, so... Uh, yeah, Bella's Bella has no interest in sports radio and no interest in this. Uh, no concern at all. My dog Bella has no worries at all. Maybe I'll bring Bella in here though and try to get Bella to bark. Maybe I'll do that. So. 
No, I tell you, I, I want to tell you the story. You know, I mean, shout out to Sean Wood, guy with incredible stories. I, I really don't like telling a lot of them stories because, I mean, it could incriminate me. So I don't want to do that. But I got a funny story, man. It involves a cigarette, a dope thing, and a firecracker. Now, Ben, you, you know, I'm a cigarette smoker. I don't like when people bump a cigarette. Well, we had a guy, he kept coming bump for cigarettes all the time. He was, a, you know, one of the guys that used improper drugs. You say it yeah. like that. Yeah. So, got tired of him coming bump for cigarettes. So, me and my buddy, we took a firecracker. Empty out all the tobacco in the fire, in, in the cigarette. Put a little bit at the tip so he wouldn't smell it. Put the firecracker in the middle. And guaranteed, by 10 minutes later, he'd come around that corner. Hey, man, let me get a cigarette. Here you go. <laughs> I say about two minutes around the corner, all you heard was, <laughs> Boy, when you talking about this guy's lips look like the look like the earth. <laughs> it was ridiculous, man. Chris, I tell you, <laughs> did you hear the kaboom sound? Is it? Is that like? I think I saw that when I was watching cartoons when I was a kid. I think they did that in the cartoons. You, you did it in real life? Oh yeah, man. Shoot, I mean, you know these people, they they think they can just get cigarettes for free all the time without spending their own money. Old man taught me a long time ago: if you can't afford them, don't smoke them. That's you know? a good point. Yeah, those cigarettes. That's a that's an expensive habit, Chris. What's your, how many how many uh, you pack a day guy? How many cigarettes you smoke? About a half a pack a day. Yeah, half a pack a day. You know, you know, it takes. I try to try to modulate it. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. I hear you, boy. My wife doesn't like it, but hey, man, you know, got to do something. You know. Now, does she not allow you smoke every- in the house? You have to like go outside to smoke. Is that how that works? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, but I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't mind that, though. I don't, I don't care. You know? All right. Sure. Okay. All right. Thank you. Did he say what I think he said? Yeah, I think he said what I thought he said, yeah. It's quite the haiku. He's not even drinking. I don't think he's, he's at work right now. I don't what know. what did no, he I, say? I don't know. I thought he said something interesting there at the end, but I don't know. Maybe I just heard things. I don't know. I get, my headphones have been all wonky, so I don't know. Maybe something's going on there. No idea. But uh, I don't think he gave a haiku, Coop. I don't think he was giving a haiku there at the at the end. Well, you know how they say the rules are different for celebrities. Well, did you see the story from this week involving J-Lo and A-Rod, an A-bomb from A-Rod? Well, they, they're hanging out in the Miami area, and they are... Let's just say not necessarily following the guidelines that you're supposed to follow because the other day the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, joined other states in saying, hey, we've got a statewide stay-at-home order, uh, which is going on in most places these days because of the coronavirus. Well, turns out the paparazzos spotted J-Lo and A-Rod getting their sweat on, uh, not doing the hanky-panky. They were working out at a closed gym in the Miami area. And there's, the paparazzos got photos here. They, they were spotted leaving the gymnasium in Miami. Uh, this is on Wednesday. And the sign read in front of the gym. This is great. The gym is not open. Stay home and stay safe is, is what it said. And, and so, of course, anywhere J-Lo and A-Rod go, there's a bunch of big meathead security guards who follow them around to protect them. And the security guards, they were wearing all kinds of masks and they had, uh, they had sanitizing wipes and all that because they, they were wiping down, apparently, everywhere J-Lo and A-Rod went. They were 
Imagine that's like the, the the Hollywood cliche where they throw rose petals in front of you. But now the modern instead of rose petals today, it's somebody with a sanitizing wa- a wipe, and uh, they walk in front of you and sanitize everything before you before you walk. But so how do you think this happened? Like do you think like A Rod's friends or J Lo's friends with the person that owns the gym? Like if you owned a gym in Miami. And you get a phone call from like A Rod saying, "Hey, I'd really like to work out. I know the gym's closed, but can I get in there and do a little workout?" Uh, I'm gonna guess that most people that own gyms would be like, "Okay, it's possible A Rod or J Lo owns uh, this particular particular." Like, what would happen if I went to the gym and said, "You know, I really need to work out. I haven't worked out. I think the last time the gym was open was like March 9th or something like that." So it's yeah, it's been almost a month. So I really need to work out. Can you just let me in the back and you know we did hear that story that there's like a like a speakeasy thing going on. I know in LA it's going it must be going on in these other big cities where they're like they're the gyms have become speakeasies. You gotta have like a password and then they'll let you in and you can work out. Who? And and I love the gym, but I'm not motivated enough to, to go to the trouble of finding out the code word to get into the speakeasy. Just not interested in that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Speaking of Tom Brady, did you see who's going to be his landlord in Tampa? That would be Derek Jeta, as uh, as you like to say. Apparently, Brady is moving his family into uh, Jeter's home there in the Tampa Bay area. Well, you know it's, what uh, they call that? They call that St. Jeter's. Oh, is that the place? Yeah, that's the place. That's right. 30,000 square foot mansion on Davis Island that uh, Derek Jeter built. Uh, Tom Brady will be renting it for a while. It features seven bedrooms, nine bathrooms, an entertainment room, a billiards room, and has uh, just a think big you could pool. take a you could t- take a whiz in every if every day of the week. You got your own bathroom, and then you got Plus you know, the next couple of days too. Yeah, yeah. That's what a pain that must be to how, how many people must you hire to clean that place. Right, then I, I don't think I don't think Giselle or Tom's going to be out there uh, cleaning toilets. You don't nine think so? Toilets. No, what? I don't think so either. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, four or five people come clean the place. Four or five people. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good to see that Tom's going to slum it. I, I expect him to live in like a studio apartment in Tampa. You know, get a little studio place and just you know, kind of commute back to the Northeast. But uh, locked in there. Yeah, that's crazy. How much is his rent? Do you do you suppose? That's a good question. I don't know how much something like that rent. I know the house, I guess they said it was, it was worth $14 million overall. Yeah. So what's the mortgage on that? I assume it's paid off, but you still got to pay property tax. Oh, yeah, in Florida, though, the taxes are great, though. But uh, let's see. They say uh, $226,751 um, more. The house is worth more than what they paid for before. They estimate at least $75,000 a month. Well, that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah. God, I got to, if, I was, if I ever got rich, and God knows doing this, I'll never get rich, but if I got rich, oh, man, I would live, I would live like I was poor. You know what I mean? Like I, Not poor, but I'd get like a two-bedroom apartment. On the, I'd get a nice apartment, be on the water. Like I'd spend two grand a month or three grand a month on rent. I ain't gonna spend seventy five thousand dollars a month. I don't care if I had the money. I'm not gonna spend seventy five thousand dollars a month. I w- every day I'd be like, I can't imagine how much this is costing me to live in this place. Seventy five thousand at least a month. Unbelievable. 
Anyway, all right. Well, it's not unbelievable because Brady's worth, and Giselle's worth more money than he is. Giselle's the breadwinner in the family. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on, and we'll get back to your phone calls coming up here in a couple of minutes as we come to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Simply visit geico.com, get a free Rate quotes, all you have to do. Well, Koopa Loop likes when we do the third degree around this time, so why don't we appease Koopa Loop? We'll put him in a good mood, and let's do it right now. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, what's on the agenda tonight, Koopa Loop? Well, at the beginning of last month, it was announced that DeMar DeRozan would be opting out of the final year of his contract with the Spurs, and well, now we're hearing that he's unhappy with the team. Ben, do you think DeRozan would be uh, better off staying put and exercising his $27.7 million option? All right. So, first of all, financially, he's got to worry about the business of basketball. I, I, this is the same advice I would give anybody in the NBA who's considering opting out of their contract because there's going to be a market correction. If the NBA can't finish the season, they lose all that playoff TV money that they're not going to get paid and they've these guys have to look out for that, right? Because if the economy is in the toilet for everybody, it is going to trickle down to the NBA as well because of what's going on with the pandemic. So if that's true, he is not. He's making twenty seven million dollars. He's not going to get a twenty seven million dollar a year contract if he opts out. Now I'll tell you from what I hear around the NBA, the people that know more or claim to know more than me. Uh, from a pure basketball standpoint, they must go their separate their, uh, separate ways. That DeMar DeRozan is not a good fit for San Antonio, and I, I don't think you have to be some kind of insider to know that. Just watching the Spurs since he arrived there, it has not been a smooth transition. He's putting up some pretty good numbers. The problem is he's a one-tool player, DeMar DeRozan. The guy can score... And he's very good at that, but he doesn't do anything else to help the Spurs win games. And Greg Popovich, who's near the end of his rope as coach of the Spurs, I don't know how many more years he's going to be doing this, maybe one or two more years, but he's clearly annoyed. He doesn't like those kind of players. He's tried to avoid those kind of guys this entire run in San Antonio. So separation from a basketball standpoint would be good, but financially... If things continue the way they're going, and you'd be a complete doofus to opt out of that contract. All right, next. Well, Chargers coach Anthony Lynn said that Tyrod Taylor is, quote, in the driver's seat, but nothing is finalized. Ooh. Yes, when, coming to, uh, when it comes to the team's starting quarterback, that is. Ben, what odds do you give Tyrod to be the starter week one? All right, so not good at all right it's it's definitely not even a 50-50 thing i think it's like a like a 40% i would say and i'm being kind when i say 40% and here's why tyrod taylor i look at him until proven otherwise like you know how they when they used to have the academy awards and they had the seat fillers at the academy awards like if you go to take a, a bathroom break uh, you're, you're sitting in the seat until a bigger name kind of comes back, right, from the bathroom or whatever. That's the reality of the situation. It's very unlikely that Taylor at this point in his career is going to reinvent himself, right? It's the old line about the, the tiger changing its stripes and all that. And, and, and part B of this, like today, yeah, Tyrod Taylor, you can say Anthony Lynn that he's in the driver's seat, but that's only because there's nobody else there yet. 
And the draft's going to happen later here in April. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Uh, and, and we will we'll see the Chargers either draft some blue-chip quarterback, they have a high draft pick, or they're going to sign Cam Newton or Jameis Winston after the draft. And whoever they get, whoever they get, uh, that is a stone-cold lock, as my old radio friend Tony Bruno would say, that that, that person's going to end up the favorite to start for the Los Angeles Chargers, who should still be in San Diego. All right, next. So LeVar Ball has been saying that LaMelo will be drafted number one overall for a while now. Uh, but if rumors are to be believed, the Warriors will be taking Anthony Edwards with the number one pick. Who? Yeah. Uh, played for Georgia, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Right. Ben, looking at, you know, let's assume that the NBA season doesn't come back and the draft positions are kind of finalized. Which team could you see taking LaMelo Ball? All right, so there's a couple things in play. Now, LaMelo Ball, like two months ago, was projected as the number one or number two pick in the draft. Now, this is like a kaleidoscope. These things, it's a fluid situation. I don't know how it's going to change that much. No one's doing anything. No one's playing basketball. It's like nothing's going to change. But uh, the obvious one, when you think LaMelo Ball, you think big city, you think bright lights because the Ball family is a reality family. How about New York City? How about the Knickerbockers? They definitely need stars. They don't have stars on the Knicks. And by default, the Ball family, you imagine LeVar Ball hanging out with the tabloids in New York and schmoozing with those New York celebrities and all that, assuming we can all schmooze with people when basketball comes back around. Uh, boy, that would be great for the tabloids uh, in New York. That would be a match made in heaven. If not the Knicks, uh, who else? Well, it looks the Pistons, they got rid of Andre Drummond. There's not a lot of star power in Detroit. They're a pretty faceless team for the most part. Uh, they need a, a shot of adrenaline. And, you know, where, where he should want to end up, somewhere like Atlanta, where they already have a good player, Trey Young. How about that as a one-two punch in the backcourt? If LaMelo Ball is actually good, you could have LaMelo Ball and Trey Young in that same, you know, as offensive firepower for the Hawks. They, they might actually be a good team again. They haven't been a good team in a long time. Anyway, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, unfortunately, I could not find any reason to fail you, so you pass again. That's a, See that? That's, that's a good judge right there. There's nothing that would lead you astray there or hoodwink you in any way. All right, time now for the Insta Trivia. Here it is. A, again, a blatant attempt just to get you to listen a couple minutes longer. In the radio business, we call it TSL, time spent listening. Uh, and usually they say it doesn't matter overnight, but I'd say, I'd say it does. All right, here's the instant trivia. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Blank are the only players in NBA history to have a game with at least 20 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists, and five block shots in a regular season game. Again, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Blank, the only players in the history of the NBA that had at least 20 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists, 5 blocks in a single regular season game. That is the Insta Trivia. That, back to the calls next. You pay me $500,000, I'll endorse a gay magazine. That's 30 years old, man. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Only a few rare birds are able to listen to all four hours of the Ben Maller Show live overnight, but thanks to podcasting, you have no excuse to miss a second of our unorthodox chatter. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. It's quick, painless, and a noise management. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, Larry writes in, he says, do you think that Derek Jeter will let Tom Brady and his family bring their cell phones into the house that he's renting, or will they have to leave them at the door and will Giselle get a gift basket every night she sleeps there? Those are great questions. Is that part of the rental package? I know when Jeter had lived there in the past, that was the legendary story that he had a in the kiosk there. He had a little box where you had to put your phones in, little well, and he would give gift baskets to the uh, the, the random women that would go and uh, have a wonderful time for a, a random night there. Uh, Robert says St. Petersburg is so damn gigantic that even TV12 and Giselle could get lost in there. Uh, that is correct. Time now for the instant trivia. It's brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. And here it is. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and blank are the only players in NBA history to have at least 20 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists, and 5 blocks in a regular season game. That is the question. What is the answer? Mediocre Kabuki is going with Dave Corzine as his answer. Uh, Who else do we have here? Can't read that. Uh, Let's see. Jose Tatuve, guessed by Justin. That's his answer. Daniel Tosh. From Marie in Minnesota, the Aussie guy says it's Hakeem Olajuwon. Russell Westbrook, tossed out by Jonathan. Charles Barkley from Can't Close the Deal, Neil. And that's his guess. Who else? Craig in the Camel City, who endorses the show, says Magic Johnson. Jerry Seasting, guessed by Legal Tamper. That's his new name. He used to have a Raider name. Now he's changed it up. Uh, who else? Stanley Roberts from Marquise, the great Stanley Roberts, my guy. Uh, who else? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal from K&D in Florida. Carl Malone tossed out by Will in Pennsylvania. Draymond Green from Wally with a big capital W. Uh, who else do we here have? Let's see. Bryant Big Country Reeves, guessed by Chris. All right, Eddie, what's the answer, Eddie? Do you have an answer? Ben, the answer, Alton Lister. Oh, that's a great name. Former Sonic, the great Alton Lister back in the day. Uh, it's incorrect. Uh, Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, cheating, got it right. The correct answer, DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins out of the NBA right now because of injury. But Well, everyone's out of the NBA, not because of injury. Uh, but 2015 with Sacramento back in the day. Well, it's been five years uh, with Sacramento against the Rockets. He had that massive stat line. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the state of Maine. And back a year ago, about this time, we did a Maller meet and greet in Boston. We had a great time. It was wonderful. And I got to meet Paul. And uh, I'll remember Paul, but his wife, Aaliyah, was unbelievable. And they are joining us right now. Hello. We don't have a lot of time, but Aaliyah and Paul, how are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing good, Ben. How are you, honey bunny? Oh, we're hanging in. Uh, Yeah, you were running. We were running down the street away from Wayne from Southie. I remember that. Uh, uh, yeah, homie, I had to, like, protect you, like, miles on miles in Boston, ready to, like, beat people's behinds who were just trying to, like, claw all over you. Yeah, there were a lot of people trying to claw all over me that night. It was an interesting night. It was a, uh, It really was. My favorite part was when your dad called 
And I was trying to take a picture of you and the guy at the hotel and I answered the phone and asked your That's dad right. Yeah, my dad my dad called me up not realizing <laughs> that I was in Boston and it was much later and I was out at a social event and he checked in with me. And of course, now my dad's just upset because he can't. He says the worst thing about this is the coffee shops are closed, that that's the worst thing about what's going on right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm dying. Starbucks is closed out here right now, and I have no idea what to do with myself. Yeah. Now, how about you go on Amazon and buy a coffee machine, or go to go to Walmart and buy a coffee machine? How about that? Uh, let me tell you, Princess Paul got a coffee machine for Father's Day, and we had to return it for a very a much better Princess coffee machine. And I don't like Princess coffee. Uh, oh, okay. I like iced coffee. I like my stuff from Starbucks, and that's it. Ah, you're just like the baseball players, Aaliyah. How dare you? You're spoiled. I mean, Jeez. All right. See, you're a handful, man. I don't know how Paul, how he must, uh, he's he's like a prince over there, Paul. Uh, all right. I, I got to let you go, Aaliyah. I'm glad you checked in, though, but I wanted to get you on there because uh, was, uh, we had a great time. That was fun. is a blast. Paul's great. We had a good time that night. Years ago. Well, I say a year ago, exactly. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Well, it ain't, any, it ain't easy being famous. It certainly isn't easy being famous Jameis right now. And as we all got problems, but this is you know, sports, sports problems. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. That's all you have to do. So uh, we're going to take a turn to the life and times of one Jameis Winston. Now, why is that? I, I, I've talked about him quite a bit here in the last couple of weeks uh, for several reasons. But it appears, based on all the reporting that's going on right now, that his phone is not ringing. I think it's kind of obvious that that's the case. And that Jameis Winston, he's in silent mode, shall we say. At least his phone is in silent mode. The Buccaneers decided, eh, we're going to dump you, and we'd rather have Tom Brady, who's like a 1,000 years old, but we'd rather have Tom Brady than you. And so Winston, who technically was a free agent, it's not like they released him or anything like that. He was, But Winston has been the Iceman in the free agent market. And that's good when you're a basketball player. It's not so good when you're a free agent quarterback. So have you heard the theory going around as to why Jameis Winston in particular is not that valuable? Maybe not. Maybe you missed it. So we are told that Jameis Winston is, he's been tagged with the dreaded term uncoachable. That is the reputation of Jameis Winston. Now, the story on the Bleacher Report, and they uh, went into some detail on this. I'll just give you the brief uh, details you need to know, the thumbnail recap. But most of the mild interest in Jameis Winston is coming from other teams' front offices. It's not coming from coaches who are like, man, I got to get Jameis Winston. This guy throws darts. I got to get this guy on my team. That's not happening at all. Apparently. Now, why? The power of Bruce Arians. And remember, Bruce Arians is the same guy that said, Oh, I made some phone calls. I'm trying to get this guy a job and you know, trying to play the good cop. Well, the story is that because Arians is considered such a genius and he's in high regard, that 
everyone's running away from Jameis Winston because Bruce Arians was unable to get anything out of Winston other than a 30-30 season in Tampa. All right, so let us discuss the question. How believable is this story? It's just a story. I mean, stories are often wrong. But how believable is this that Jameis Winston is being ostracized by the coaches in the NFL, around the NFL? They don't want to touch this guy. Now, I'm going to pull out the Maller scale of believability. I don't use the Maller scale of believability very often. A 1 to 10, with 10 being the Astros cheated and got away with it in the 2017 World Series. Uh, and the Maller scale of believability, Jameis Winston being uh, put on the do not touch list or do not fly list, if you will. Uh, I'm going to put this at a 9. I believe it. I absolutely believe it. Now, my observations, you've got the Caution Light, Mona Lisa, and Quantum Leap. And we'll put all these together, and we will make some banana cream pie. I'm feeling like that right now. All right, now, number one, the number business. One. That's right. The business of football. Uh, it's a big business, a lot of money involved in it, but it's, it's a small, very small group of people that are part of the first. It's kind of like radio. Like radio, there's a lot of radio stations, like a lot of sports radio stations, but there's very few people that actually do it. So it's like a tight knit kind of group. Um, it's even more tight knit. There's even fewer NFL teams than there are sports talk radio stations. But but people that reach the top of that business, the coaching business. They are intertwined, is what they are. And Bruce Arians, we've discussed this, he has been canonized by his contemporaries. It's not only the broadcasters who rhapsodize and gush over Bruce Arians with his hats on the sidelines. So it's completely plausible that the old guard would put a do-not-get-close label on Winston. After all, Bruce Arians, why was he hired by the Buccaneers? The main reason Bruce Arians was hired was to salvage the career of Jameis Winston. And he's the self-titled QB whisperer. So the fact that Arians was hired to mainly save Jameis Winston, and then after a season, it's like, God, no, get me out of here. That is a bad omen, right? You have to underline that. You have to highlight that. And to be kind, Jameis Winston, who I'm pulling for him. I don't know why. It's very odd of me. I must be I, I must be under the weather or something. Maybe I'm being cooped up at home all the time and and, and all this stuff is affecting my mind here. But but I'm like, I'm hoping Winston has a redemption story and bounces back and and, and plays well. But I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that caution light is not on the dashboard in Jameis Winston's automobile, because uh, it is. Uh, you might want to go see a repair shop because you got some problems. Now, the second thing, as we talk here and burn the midnight oil, the the wee hours of the morning, uh, we are not on Fox Sports Radio, by the way, we are not going to sit idly by, and I, I'm not going to defend 30 interceptions. I think there were five fumbles by famous Jameis from 2019. But here's what I do believe. I do believe that Jameis Winston is more than salvageable. And I would take a swing at it. It's rather pathetic. I use the word pathetic. That if this report is accurate, and I believe it to be mostly accurate, 
that the coaches around the NFL have a defeatist attitude. That's 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 sad, is what it is, right? What happened, you know, back in the old days? And I always thought this was one of the reasons I loved NFL coaches in particular, because they would they would take pride in coaching up players, right? Successful coaches. It's not that difficult in theory what you're supposed to do uh, when you're coaching in any sport, but in football in particular, you find a player's weaknesses and hide them. Right, you find you have to understand your players on your team, what they're good at, but more importantly, what they're not good at, and then put some uh, some, some makeup on that. Right, hide that. Right, coaching is kind of like being a jockey, also. Like you know, I used to love going to the track and watching the ponies and all that, but a horse is never the same. If a horse runs ten races, like the horse is never the same all 10, 10 races. So the jockey. When you're when you're the jockey, you got to kind of sense what the hell's going on early on in the race before you get down the stretch, and you got to be able to adjust. And you know, if you if you want to get the most out, you want to win that particular race, you got to understand what's going on. And for for the coach that takes a chance on Jameis Winston, if you were to take this, and I, I'm not going to tell you it's easy, and I'm not going to tell you that it's going to work, and it might probably won't work. The history of the NFL is typically guys like Jameis Winston are gone in a couple of years, and he'll be hanging out on the beach somewhere, not playing football, and and it'll be a cautionary tale. But you take a chance on a guy like this, and you find success, and then that, as a coach, that becomes your Mona Lisa. That becomes your masterpiece, right? You, you can then wear that as a badge of honor. You can put your name on it. Right, put your name on it. More importantly, if you're a quarterback coach or an offensive coordinator, you can put your name on the map of coaches. If you're the guy to fix the glitch in Jameis Winston. All right, final point. So Jameis Winston has he's got to play. He's got to play better. That's obvious, but he's got to play a role in this. All right, he's been a knucklehead going back to his days at Florida State. And it doesn't seem like he's taken a lot of this very seriously. At least that's from afar what it looks like. And his reputation precedes him, right? Self-inflicted wounds going back to when he was playing for the Seminoles and probably even before that. And that has led to a barrage of mockery and abuse and crab leg jokes and jokes about Uber and all that stuff because that is part of what he is known for, being lazy. And that's a problem. Like Jameis Winston has to want to be part of this, and if he's not, you know, you just got to start from scratch, right? And th- there's a thing called reputation rehab, and he's got to get some reputation rehab. He's 26 years old. That's not long in the tooth at all. He should not even be in your athletic prime yet at age 26. And he's got a bunch of big game experience. When I say big game, I just mean NFL game. Because every game in the NFL is supposedly big. Not like the Buccaneers have ever made the playoffs. Or even sniffed the playoffs with Jameis Winston. But uh, listen, take that quantum leap, right? Take that quantum leap and become dependable and trustworthy. And he'll make a gazillion dollars. The thing he's got going for him. And this is why I believe Winston will be able to find a decent opportunity here after the draft is the motto that the NFL follows, never give up on talent. It's like it's the reason Alden Smith 
uh, was just picked up by the Cowboys. Been out of the NFL for, what, four or five years, something like that, because, well, a coach used to have him and realized he was great, Jim Tom Sula, with the 49ers. Like, I got to get this guy. I don't care if he's been out of the NFL for four years and he might not even be allowed to play. I want this guy. Uh, So with that as the backdrop, where, where, the question is where is a good fit? Now, we've talked about this several times over recent weeks that for me, Jameis Winston going to Pittsburgh uh, would make a lot of sense. I've also tossed out the Saints as a possibility to be a backup for an older quarterback, and then you're playing the odds. You go to Pittsburgh, you go to New Orleans, because the chances are pretty good if there is an NFL season that Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees are going to start it, but they ain't going to finish it. Uh, they're going to be injured, and they're going to miss time, and that's what old quarterbacks do. Old quarterbacks generally get hurt, and there'll be opportunity for Jameis Winston to slide on over, slide on in, and get some playing time. Now, the other one I'm going to throw out, and I was thinking about this the other day. Um, wasn't while I was driving because I haven't driven in a while, but if I'm – the L.A. Rams, there's two things I do. I get rid of that Fugazi logo. All right? I get rid of that. That's the first thing I do. And then the second thing I do is I call Jameis Winston. I say, listen, Jameis, all right, we got this draft coming up. We got no picks. We traded all our picks to get Jalen Ramsey and these other bozos we got on the team. So once the draft comes and goes, we're going to sign you. Okay, so just I, you have a standing offer. And because right now you're stuck with Jared Goff for the next couple of years because of that ridiculous contract that he got as a marginal NFL quarterback. But this would be a way I just talked, you know, I talked earlier about the Mona Lisa, right? This could be your coaching Mona Lisa. Well, Sean McVay, he's gone down a couple of pegs because of what happened to the Rams last year. And he doesn't have the same aura around him as being the genius anymore because things went sideways pretty quickly last year. Imagine Winston signing as a backup in L.A. And let's say Jared Goff, week four or week five, a little snap, crackle, pop action. And he's not a a season-ending thing, but an injury to his ankle. Say week four or five, and you call in Jameis Winston. And the crowd goes bonkers. And then Jameis Winston goes bonkers. And, hey, listen, the Rams last year, you know who the backup quarterback was last year? That's right, Blake Bortles. If you are willing to sign Blake Bortles, then you sure as hell should be willing to sign Jameis Winston because Winston's better than Blake Bortles, so you'd rather have Winston than Blake Bortles, uh, all things being equal. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. If you would like to take part, in this rather benign, harmless radio program, t- taking the sports out of Sports Talk Radio, we will take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We've got lame jokes later in the week. We'll take a bunch of calls here coming up. And the king of the backups, the king of the backups. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Have some fun indoors with yourself. Yeah. That's all you can do now, Eddie's. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller 2020, and you can be heard in the democracy of the Ben Maller Show. We encourage and welcome the voice of the people. That would be you following the voice of this show on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can find him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Feel for how 
Ha 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 for ha. What? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. You doing any shopping this weekend, Eddie? You leaving the Garcia compound there to go out and do a little shopping? Not that I know of, no. No? Nope. Yeah. I think I I haven't gone out of the house. I haven't left other than walking for like a week. I think I need to go pick up a couple of things uh, today. So I'm going to I'm going to go full hazmat suit when I go to Costco. Now, so. uh as I as I said earlier in the show, Friday is the cheat day, right? So we yeah. we are going to go get a pizza pie uh nice. on Friday and my wife has informed me that I'm going to have to wear a mask. Yeah, my wife has informed me also that I need to wear a mask. Oh, so I'm not the only one that's going to look like an idiot. Great. I know. I'm, I'm like, I know you're supposed to. I, they kind of want you, if you have a mask, to wear one. But I am, I don't know. It's gonna, people look weird to me. Maybe it'll be better because my mouth will be covered and I'll look better because you won't <laughs> see my face. But it's. Uh, why, why don't you get it delivered, Eddie? Uh, they don't the deliver. Oh. It, it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an upscale place. Bougie. Very yeah. bougie. Look at you, Eddie. Come on. I know. Man. Really? Plus, it's no, that's in, how you we, roll. Plus, we get out of the house, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, you can't eat it there, though. You're gonna pick it up and yep. eat in the car. Yeah. Or? No, we're gonna take it back. Take it back home. Yeah. Maybe I'll take a picture when I go to the the store dressed up. I got my gloves. I got my mask, and uh, I'm good to go. <laughs> Wear a hat. Man, uh, no one's gonna mess with that. Corona is not gonna get me, Eddie. Not that, and it <laughs> might get me, but not from tomorrow or today or whatever. <laughs> not gonna. Well, happen. they say we're all gonna get it eventually. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So we have that to look forward to. Yeah, you know. great. Well, but hope you know, for eighty percent of people, it's no big deal. You know, maybe you you don't. See, the problem is you don't know until you get it. That's the thing that sucks. You're not sure. You think, yeah, it's probably fine. Uh, fine and dandy writes and he says Jared Goff is a big late night chicken nugget eater. Ben, I would not be surprised if he's listening right now. Welcome, uh, Ernie the Great O'Piner says Ben Jameis Winston has been eating more L's. Or uh, or eyes rather interceptions than W's. Uh, but if you want him with your ramps, maybe you could meet him and his posse at Joe's Crab Shack and get the deal done. There you go. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's on my list. We'll do that. Uh, Rob says, "Do you remember Ben when Jim Tom Sula farted?" Yes. It's a great night of radio. We analyzed that. We had Zabruder film style coverage. In simpler times, when we could spend an entire segment of radio breaking down Jim Tom Sula's fart. In fact, we might even do that in the future. Who knows? Maybe we'll bring that back and, and analyze it. Uh, all right, let's go to the phones. Uh, Rachel in Montebello is up next. Hello, Rachel. Good gracious. It's the wonderful, marvelous Ben Maller, and he is the late-night king of radio airways. Ben, your famous Maller Militia, I've heard already this evening. I'm very impressed. I noticed that you have little Maller Bella Dilly riding Dilly. as shotgun. I heard her barking. Ben, you and the Bennetts are doing miraculous work. Keep up the work. Keeping well, our I mean, spirits we're just talking, up. Rachel. We're just talking, Rach. We're not we're not fixing the world. But I'm glad that people are enjoying the show, and it's uh, it's nice to know that people are still listening. I was a little concerned when I heard the sports world was going to shut down that no one would be listening, but people are, are listening, so that's good to... It's reassuring. You're keeping our spirits up, so I say raise your glasses right. to all the doctors, nurses, first responders, police and firemen, grocery workers, truck drivers, and all who get us through the day. Ben... You should be can you, now, Rachel. Can you? I don't. Can you hear Rachel? 
don't know if you can hear that. That's my. I got my thing of ice. That's ice water. That's it. Yeah, right there. That's the sound there. Uh, I'm drinking some ice water right now. So. But I heard I'm, little Bella, Miss Bella, barking in the in the background. So I say, darling, I hope you're doing okay. That's Keep all good. Well. We're all good. How are you doing? Dilly Rachel? dilly. Everything, everything good with you, Rachel? Everything's great, Ben. Great. But you know what? Clearly, Major League Baseball and Jameis Winston need a professional intervention. And basically, if you can help them along, Ben, I think they'll get through the year. Um, yeah, I'm here to help. I, I will do uh, poetic. Uh, I, I've been empowered by you, Rachel, so I, I am permitted to do these ridiculous monologues four times a night. So uh, we will continue to You've blow the eight. You've done a great job. Uh, the Bennetts, Eddie, Roberto, yes. and Justin, right. yeoman's work. All right, listen. Thank you, uh, Rachel. I'm glad you checked in. Don't be a stranger. All right, there she goes. Our friend Rachel occasionally Thank will you, pull. Ben and there Eddie she is Cooper singing right there. Those drops. Uh, let's go now to Berkeley, California. Now, there's a lot of people living in the Berkeley area, but the most famous talk radio caller from Berkeley, Virgo in service, Andrea. She's got her star charts out right now, and she's analyzing the cosmos. Yes. Hi, Ben. How are you? I am well, Andrea. Thank you. And everything okay in your world? Yeah, you never know. There were a lot of people living in Berkeley these days, though, Ben. It's like a ghost town. Yeah, it's like that in L.A., too. People, really? Uh, there's no, the, the traffic, everyone used to complain about traffic right, in L.A. The there's no traffic anymore. No one's going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I walked through campus. I got the whole campus pretty much to myself. And it's, uh, yeah, I feel bad for the, they're not going to be able to have a graduation at the Greek Theater and all the pomp and circumstance. But... You know, glad that your show is there, and I uh, really appreciate it. You know, the A's would have played the Astros the past couple of days, and they would have gotten quite a <laughs> quite a welcome at the Coliseum, and now they would have played the Angels, I heard you say, at Anaheim. Well, so that we- was Friday night. Yeah, the, the Astros, their first road trip, they were going to oh, Oakland, okay. and then they were going to go to Anaheim Friday night to play the uh, Angels, and I was... I, I might have even gone to Oakland. There were some talks. Some of the, right. the listeners were like inviting me, so I was thinking about going. And then, but obviously, all that got put on on timeout, as yeah. they say. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Manfred made a very unpopular call, uh, basically absolving. Um, well, if the season is delayed or doesn't even play, he he absolved um, the Astros. And I think that what happened, uh, he's born September 28, 1958. Lieber can be a little too um, overcompromising, and he just gave away his power. And I looked at his forecast, Uranus posed Jupiter. Check it out. First word, impractical thinking. So that was a very impractical move, um, and not to mention unpopular. And well, you know what it is? It, yeah. it's, it's sloppiness is what it is. Now, I know no one could have predicted that we'd be in the situation right, we're in today. Right. And, but still, just put a number of games on the suspension. Right. Why, why do it the way you did it? Because if, if you do it the other way, then he's got to miss X number of games. This way, if uh, an act of God or an act of a bat or whatever the hell happened this time. I mean, whatever led to what we're in right now, you you would have a set amount of, of games. And so it's it's 
bad job. I'm upset, Andrea. I'm annoyed yes, by this. Yes, true. I mean, I was counting the days till the Astros were playing the A's. I was planning to go, and now he, he just will give them credit for time served, basically. Well, he's giving, again, For the, the story is that uh, the reporting says that A.J. Hinch and Jeff Luno, who are no longer with the Astros. Right, they got fired. They got, they got let go, but they were suspended through the 2020 World Series. Now, my argument, I played devil's advocate, is that there is no... If there is no 2020 World Series, then therefore they should continue to be suspended forever, right. because there's because if they don't play the season, there's gonna be no World Series, obviously, and so then you can't you, know, you can't say the suspension ends because there's been no 2020 World Series. So. Right. I mean, you, I agree. You do the crime, you do the time. And That's right. That exactly. would have been something we all could have looked forward to. Because- oh, just wait though. I'm telling you, man. If really? AJ Hinch, if AJ Hinch is allowed back in next year, I would not put it past the. That's on the table to bring him back as manager. Wow! I'm telling Dusty signed a one year contract. I right, believe right. He, that's it. So yeah, and he used to uh, manage the Giants. Dusty, a Gemini, I recall. Yeah. Back in the look at you. Remember his his <laughs> first. Look at you. All right. <laughs> Uh, be I safe, do. Andrea. Have a great weekend. Yes, take good care. All right. Uh, there she goes, our friend Andrea. Checking in. Virgo in service. I saw her name pop up on the jokes. Some harmless fun. Um, but I always say harmless, and then almost every week somebody sends me a nasty message. I don't like those jokes. I don't think that's appropriate. You shouldn't be saying that. How dare you? <laughs> uh, right, Roberto? Come on. I mean, yeah, come on. Man. Line up. I know. I know. It's just... It's, you got to laugh a little bit, right? I mean, I mean yeah. especially now. I mean, everything's so over the top. Seriously, you got to have a little bit of fun in life, don't you? Right? Of course. All right, anyway. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Some people on Twitter have been uh, asking me to bring this up. I guess they think we'll say something funny about it. But, uh, Ben, did you see that LSU head football coach Ed Orgeron, our guy uh, Fred Flintstone there, yeah. Uh, that he is apparently getting a divorce after 23 years of uh, wedding bliss. Uh, and I remember he just uh, won the national title and he signed a six-year contract extension worth $42 million. So uh, he's apparently going to have to split some of that with uh, the former Mrs. Orgeron uh, coming up here. Well, he's going to have to split a lot of future. that. Yeah. Uh, so you know, people break up for different reasons. What do you think the deal is with Orgeron? What do you think's going on here? She got tired of his Fred Flintstone voice after all these years. Did he get? Did he realize? Wait a minute! I just coached the greatest college football team imaginable. I gotta, I gotta go out and play the field now. Well, look, he's been married to for twenty three years, That's so it wasn't. Time. It wasn't like she just realized I'm sick of this coaching lifestyle she's been in it for a long time and now he's a big star he's just getting paid so you wouldn't think that that would drive her away so i'm gonna guess or maybe it did because maybe she was already fed up with the marriage was just kind of waiting around but now he got this huge payday so perfect time to pull the plug what about all those stories about uh, last year when LSU was on their magical run about how what a great marriage it was and how wonderful and you know legendary stories uh more crap put out by the media, right? It turns out. Well, apparently yeah. that was not totally true. They were clear. I don't think they just all of a sudden in February decided, all right, let's get a divorce. This was probably a lead up, right? It takes a little time to probably get to that point. Probably so, sure. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I would, I'm if I had to guess, I would say, you know, he was a an assistant coach for a long, long time, kind of, you know, toiling in the background, and now he's a big star. 
sure yeah. he's getting a little more attention from people, if you know what I mean. Can you imagine him going on dates, though? I mean, my <laughs> no. God. No, I can't. Jeez. <laughs> Hello there. You want to go out on a date? Uh. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really a way. He knows how to get the ladies excited, I would think. Uh, clearly, yeah. All right, uh, thanks. Good luck to Coach O. I like, he's one of the great characters. I don't I'm know sure happened. he'll land on his feet, yeah. That sucks. Maybe it's just because of the coaching lifestyle. They, a lot of those coaches get divorced all the time. Anyway, all right, so uh, the Ben Maller Show as we press on. Geico, Geico, Geico to the rescue. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So who do you think the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL is at this moment? You, uh, you Nick Foles. Nick Foles, uh, that's, well, he's not considered a backup because he might win the job, but it's not Nick Foles anyway. It is none other than Marcus Mariota of the Las Vegas Raiders. The greatness of the Raiders. He is the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL. His, um, his contract, remember Nick Foles' contract was redone when he left Jacksonville to go to Chicago. Mariota's going to get a $7.5 million base salary his first season, but the total deal is worth $17.6 million. He's the highest paid backup. Last year, the highest paid backup was Teddy Bridgewater, uh, who had been the backup in New Orleans, but now he's the starter in Carolina, so he's got more money, and so it's it's obvious the Raiders want Mariota to be the, the starter. The it's like, Right, I mean, does, does anyone think that that Derek Carr by week eight is still going to be the? He would have to play no. out of control, good, right? Yeah, there was there's plenty of times that he should have been benched last year, but there was no better alternative on the on that bench. So I think uh, with Mariota not there now, I think it's better chance that Derek Carr does get benched. Now, Roberto, if there is an NFL season, and if we are allowed to leave our homes again at some point, which I think we will. Uh, are you going to make the pilgrimage to Lost Wages, Nevada? Yes. If fans are allowed, you will make the trip. Yes, definitely. All right. For my 40th. It's your big plan there, the big four zero. Right. Big four zero, man. You going to flash back to your 20s and have complete debauchery yeah. in Sin City? Why not? There you go. <laughs> I'll, go, go big. I'll, be, I'll be going as well. Really? Yeah, when the Chargers play, the Raiders will be going. Nice. Oh, I love Vegas. Any excuse to go to Vegas, man. I'm all about that action. I got to believe Coop's going to definitely go when the Broncos show up. Absolutely. Yeah, Coop's. You got the the Chargers in 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 here in L. A. and then in Vegas, so you can see the Broncos twice a year. And if they play the Rams three times a year, if they play in L. A. Uh, all right, hey, stop waiting to see what happens when life gets back to normal. Take control of your future now. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. Live online classes meet just twice a week. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. And listen, I get emails pretty much every day recently from people that are big Malibu militia people, and they've lost their job, and it sucks. It's uh, friends of mine in radio have lost their job here this week. I got some uh, messages when I woke up today about that. Uh, so uh, you got to be proactive. I always say be proactive. So at least consider it. And as our friend Lee in Seattle said, you got to have to be able to type a little bit. But uh, it's mycomputercareer.edu. Uh, check it out. We got some jokes. We everyone needs a joke. Yes, all right. I need a joke. I know that. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. All right. Each and every week, we put a call out 
in the Mallow Militia. We started this, we had like three people write jokes. There were three people that sent jokes in, and now this thing has blown up, and we have so many people that we don't even get to all the jokes because there's it's it's unbelievable. And then most of these are pretty good. Not all of them are great. Not every joke's your masterpiece. But these are regular people that work in factories, that drive trucks, that work in warehouses, that in their spare time they write these jokes and they send these things in, and so... That's how we do it, and we'll read the jokes. I'll bounce it off Eddie. He'll bounce it back to me, and he'll go over to Coop's got some offensive jokes. Roberto will play this, that, or the other thing. So let's get started. Here we go. And again, we're doing this. I know we're in serious times, but we all need a laugh, and so if you're easily offended, this is probably not for you. That's my disclaimer. Wink, wink. You know, just give us us about 20 minutes or so, okay? All right. You're good. I'm good. I want to upset you. Just want to have some fun. All right. Uh, what did the confused museum guard ask? Uh, I don't know. What did the confused museum guard ask? Where did the van go? <laughs> From Inca Terror. That's quite who sent the leadoff hitter. Yeah. That's a good leadoff hitter. Inca Terror is a legend. It's a show legend right there. Don't rip a legend. And when we do the talent show, we're talking about doing the talent show here in April as a big event. And Inca Terror, I hope he's available. All right, did you hear about Roberto's magician uncle? I did not. Yeah, he, he was doing a magic trick. He said, uno, dos, and disappeared without a trace. It's amazing. So from Eakin. <laughs> I didn't play. That's Racist. from Eakin, Roseville, Minnesota. Uh, what are three words that John Jones never says? Three words that John Jones never says. What are they? Hold my beer. That's from George in Rochester, Minnesota. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Uh, Why won't the suspension of the NBA regular season affect Kawhi Leonard? Uh, I don't know why will it not affect him. Uh, There was a good chance he was going to take the rest of the year off anyway. (laughs) uh, From Surfer Todd. The comedian, uh, very nice. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Who does Angry Bill think that Eddie and Roberto's favorite former college basketball player is? Uh, I don't know. Taco Fall. (laughs) In Iowa again. Uh, How is Tom Brady still the NFL's goat? Uh, I don't know. How is he still the goat? He's, this is what it stands for, getting old and tired. (laughs) So Surfer Todd. The comedian who sent that one in. Uh, why did Eddie apply for a job with UPS in Toronto? Why is that, Eddie? Uh, I don't know. Why did I do that? It turns out you wanted to hold Drake's package. <laughs> so, from Bill. Coop, you got anything over there? Coop a loop. Yeah, I got one. All right. Uh, did you hear that R. Kelly is immune to the coronavirus? I oh. did not. Yeah, well, apparently he can only catch COVID 15. <laughs> I feel like we've had a version of that joke every week. <laughs> That's from uh, from Chase on on Twitter. All right. Uh, right. Speaking of R. Kelly, I got a I I got a phone message from Doc Mike today. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, toxic astrology readings from Virgo in service. I'm doing this like Karnak the Great. Okay. Uh, toxic astrology yeah. readings. From Virgo in service. Got it. Mercury is in Uranus. <laughs> so, 
Shecky sent that one. I think I, I screwed up the delivery, but yeah, there you go. Who will clean Bill in Iowa's teeth now that some dental offices in Iowa are closed? Uh, I don't know. Who will do that? Well, famous TV dentist Tom Looney will come to the rescue, of course. Come on. Oh, nothing. That's Tom Eric, Eric in Iowa. Well, we miss Looney. All right. Uh, do you know what would happen if we started sending Marcel in Brooklyn really good meals each week? Uh, no. What would happen? We'd end up doing food picks with Uncle Dynamite. <laughs> so Hillbilly Mike. We sent that one. All right, we'll pause for the cause here. We got a bunch more jokes uh, that we'll give your way. A lot of people goofing on Doc Mike and all kinds of other random things. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Need to grow the Maller Militia. This is the program of the people, by the people, for the people. Let's help bring new listeners to the Magic Radio Box as we burn the midnight oil. If you'd like to help, please just post messages about the Ben Maller Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other social media. Word of mouth advertising is invaluable. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, so thanks again to the joke writers. We're going to get back to the jokes. And a reminder, if you're just turning on the radio, if you're easily offended, we're trying to have some fun here. I know it's serious times, but, you know, we've got to have a little bit of fun, right? Laugh about life, and it'll be over before you know it. Anyway, uh, this portion of the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S., Take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Uh, How are people paying for services and goods during the shutdown, Eddie? I don't know how they're doing that. By the roll. (laughs) So, just Josh, what is Canada's favorite board game? Oh, I don't know. What is Canada's favorite board game? Sorry. I'm uh, ran in Vancouver. He's allowed to make that joke. He's Canadian. Uh, why would Doc Mike make a good urologist? Uh, well, I'd say he's very <laughs> familiar with the product. <laughs> he goes with the flow, Eddie. That's uh, he goes with the flow. That's uh, Anthony in Anaheim who sent a bunch of these Doc Mike jokes in. What would yeah. a Canadian Doc Mike? Uh, what would a Canadian Doc Mike's favorite beer be? I don't know. Well, that would be an IPA. You know, it's an IPA. <laughs> So, By Anthony. the way, uh, Doc says he's ready for his hour of. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna do that. Calls. I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna call him after the show. We'll do it next. How about Sunday? I got a great song from Jay Scoop, but I want to save it. And, and, and so he sent an original coronavirus theme parody song, and with with our guy in Cincinnati, Justin. So I'm gonna save that for Sunday, and we'll do an hour with Doc Mike. Ask we can't really call it Ask a Doc because he's not a real doctor, but we'll do it. We'll do it one hour next week. Maybe Just hour ask two. Doc. Ask Doc. Yeah. yeah. Not ask a doctor. But anyway, uh, what would you call Doc Mike if he was from the South? Uh, I don't know. A peanut. <laughs> you got anything over there, Koopa Loop? Yes. I, th- I think I may have told this one years ago, but, you know, it's it's been a while. If you haven't nah, heard no one was listening to, back then. to you. Yes. Uh, how, do you, how do you spot Blind Scott at a nude beach? Uh, I, I don't know. It's not that hard. <laughs> that's, that's from Ernie the Great Opiner. Can you imagine a, a, a blind naked guy walking around with a dog? <laughs> that, would be, 
That <laughs> would be pretty good. Uh, why was Doc Mike arrested outside Wrigley Field? I don't know. Why was he arrested? Apparently, he was offering some uh, some ladies some cub petting, and uh, that was a problem. That was a bill from Iowa. I've been drinking my urine for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Doc Mike after he drank his urine? I don't know. What happened to him? Uh, he tested positive for COVID number one, actually. He tested <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, Kurt from Earth. Who sent that one in? Uh, let's see here. What snack does Doc Mike uh, enjoy with his urine? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> For some reason he likes pistachios. I don't know why <laughs> he likes that. Uh, <laughs> what did Doc Mike say to the eager trick-or-treater? I don't know. You're in for a surprise. <laughs> That's from... From Inca Terror, all right, we'll do one more quick one. Did you hear New York City has been on lockdown for two weeks? Yes, of course. Yes, uh, if they make it another 25 years and 40 weeks, they will rename it Marcel. They're going to call it Marcel. All right, that's from Bill and Iowa. Thanks to all the joke writers. Good job by you. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Every once in a while in life, you have to be a politician, right? You got to be a politician, and not in the sense of running for Congress or the Senate, but if you want a job, you got to play the game, right? You got to shake hands, kiss babies, press the flesh, ring doorbells, although not now because you're not supposed to do any of that. You're supposed to stay at home. But one NFL player trying to do all of the above, it would seem. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, Des Bryant is who we're going to talk about for a couple of minutes here in the Magic Radio Box. Des Bryant taking this pandemic as an opportunity to openly campaign for a job. He still hasn't found a job since he last played for the Cowboys. He did briefly sign with New Orleans, but his first practice, snap, crackle, pop, goes Des Bryant. He popped his Achilles, and he's been out ever since then. So he hasn't played in a while, and he really would like to play. Uh, Some calling him washed up, uh, which is not quite fair yet, but certainly on the shelf is absolutely fair. And Des Bryant is making it painfully obvious that he would really like to reignite his NFL career in one place and one place only. Dallas. That's right. How about them Cowboys? He wants to go back and play for the Cowboys. Now, if you've not heard the latest here, and maybe you did not. Uh, Des Bryant, now this is not coming from some report, some insider. This is not an Adam Schefter or Jay Glazer extravaganza. No, no, no. This one comes from the horse's mouth. Des Bryant excitedly running to social media to post the news that he had just finished a great workout session with Dak Prescott. Not that. But wait, there's more. Des Bryant added that, quote, we... Picked up right where we left off. Close quote. Uh, He also included a group photo of Dez uh, hanging out with Dak and a bunch of other ballers. uh, Getting some workout in there in this social distancing time in the Dallas area. So let us discuss the question. What are the chances? What are the chances that Dez Bryant gets his wish 
and hocus pocus, abracadabra, it, it happens. He gets his revival with the Cowboys. Now, I've been asked this in the past, and we've done some monologues over the last year or two years now about this possibility. I'm updating my odds. I'm at minus 190 on Des Bryant getting an opportunity with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, that implies a 65% chance that this happens. My take, you've got revisionist history, Jamboree, and Nicolas Cage. That's right, Nick Cage. And we will combine all these things together. Now, to lead off with Des Bryant, I, I saw the posting. And he's been doing this. This is this is today's crop of postings. But he's been doing this kind of stuff for a couple of years now. But he's getting desperate, right? This is a good opportunity for him in this dead zone that we're in uh, in the sporting world where everything's been shut down now for almost a month. Des Bryant can get some headlines. And I'm I'm taking the low-hanging fruit, which is the most delicious fruit, the low-hanging fruit. And so Des Bryant, we know he's fanatical about getting the opportunity to go back to the NFL. He has been pestering Jerry, Jerry Jones for another chance with the Cowboys. The more time that passes, the more my position has evolved on this. Now, originally, if you go back to the archives on the podcast, I was like, no way. I, my rationale for that was that Dez is part of the old guard. Tony Romo's era of Cowboy football. There was a brief crossover, that is true, when Dez Bryant and Dak Prescott were teammates with the Cowboys. But here's the problem. I know the media is portraying this as a glorious relationship, but I believe that is a version of revisionist history. My recollection of chronicling Des Bryant with Dak Prescott was one of frustration and a sense of angst with the situation. Des Bryant and Dak Prescott, when playing side-by-side, were not sitting around the campfire holding hands, singing Kumbaya, and and having some marshmallows roasting. Uh, and, and I thought, well, maybe I'm imagining that it was like that. And so I was like, maybe my mind's playing tricks with me because you don't remember all that much as far as details as time goes on. You just remember a very little bit about each thing that, that comes through your, your dumb little head there, uh, or my dumb little head. And I'm not saying you have a dumb little head, but maybe you do. But let's go to the stats. So during the 2017 season, the last year Des Bryant played, all right, last season, he was mostly a decoy. That's not my imagination. That's a fact. Right? Des Bryant averaged 8.2 targets per game. So well, that's a lot of targets. But his final 38 games with the Dallas Cowboys, which includes not only 2017 but also 2016, uh, Des Bryant averaged 53 yards per game. 53.5 yards per game. Not exactly Hall of Fame level productions for Dez at the end. That's what led to his demise. He wanted a lot of money. The production was not there. And one thing led to another. And they're like, all right, let's get some soap. We'll wash our hands. You're supposed to wash your hands like 17 times a day. And we'll wash our hands with Dez Bryant. Now, furthermore, the reason that this is getting more likely and not less likely that Des Bryant, even with that poor production at the end, is going to come back to the Cowboys 
by the day this is becoming more likely, is because of Jerry Jones. He is the brains. He is the Cowboys front office. He runs the whole ball of wax. And what Jerry wants, Jerry gets. And Jerry Jones has made it very clear that he has not closed the shower door to the idea of a uh, let's get back and hug it out situation with Des Bryant. I've been I, thinking about it a lot in the shower. That's right. I remember that famous quote. We just played it right there. That famous quote from back in the in simpler times at the NFL Combine when Jerry held court. That soundbite, we're going to play it again here, but it came from a luxury party bus outside the, the Combine there, and, and Jerry had a soiree with the media and was regaling them with stories. And somebody asked him about Des Bryant, the possibility of Des coming back to the the Cowboys, and Jerry just smoothly dropped this line in. I've been thinking about it a lot in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the ten most memorable quotes that Jerry Jones has had, and we don't need to go through all the other ones, but he's had some doozies. He has had some real head spinners. I want Mason Glory Hope. There you go. There's one. I Remember the uh, the one I want to circumcise a mosquito? That was a good one, too. That's one of my favorite ones. Um, but, but by the way, the social media reaction, what's the fan reaction? Because on social media, there's two things that happened when Dez started posting about this. Uh, first of all, it was a jock sniffer's jamboree. Jock Sniffers Jamboree, the hero-worshipping crowd was all over this. Like Des Bryant, long ago for Cowboy fan, uh, the, the Cowboy fan base was canonized. He is worshipped to this day by a large number of Dallas fanatics. And I, I get it. He was their top receiver for a long time, and he was the face of the franchise. And for those people, the fanboys and the fangirls, they got aroused at the possibility of number 88 returning to the Cowboys. And it's like they're going to overdose on dopamine. They're so excited about the possibility, even though it's just Dez tweeting out a photo of him along with Dakota Prescott. But for those that are very interested in this and invested in it, 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 it it's tugging at your heartstrings. Uh, but not on my heartstrings. Uh, now, in addition to that, the other reaction that happened is that Dez Bryant and Dak Prescott and all the rest of these guys were photographed for social media and they were shamed in the, in the reaction, because they were not following social distancing guidelines. Very similar to Antonio Brown and Lamar Jackson. We talked about this in a previous episode, and those guys worked out together, and they were hugging it out. And yet again, Des Bryant, Dak Prescott, several of these other guys, uh, they were wrapped all over each other, and they were having a partay is what they were having. They don't, you know, no, no, no mind what's going on with the rest of us. Uh, they're in their own little bubble and all that. And so people are killing them for that. All right, last thing here. All right, so Des Bryant is going to have to swallow his pride to make this happen. We talked about Jameis Winston in a previous hour on the show. And Jameis Winston, if he's going to get back, he's going to have to be a little humble here. And, and Des Bryant, it has been 824 days since Des Bryant lost, last caught a pass in an NFL game. 824 days since Des Bryant last did that. It's over two years. It's a lot of rust that has been built up. And and Bryant, he's got to be flexible, prepared to become, dare I say, a supporting actor. 
Now, keep in mind, the surrogates around Des Bryant, his cronies that have blogs and media shows and things like that, they have been spreading propaganda that Des Bryant is more than willing to play ball with a secondary role. Color me skeptical, all right? Amari Cooper is the number one receiver, and they locked Amari Cooper up. Michael Gallup, he's got a great name. Isn't that a great name for a receiver, Gallup? Like a galloping horse. Uh, He's number two. Number two, uh, there are there are only so many targets to go around, right? If you figure that Amari Cooper is going to get the bulk of them as the number one receiver, and Michael Gallup will get a, a fair amount. So is there enough left? When you have been the man and you can no longer be the man as a headliner, do you really want to be marginalized? Now, it sounds like Des Bryant wants to be marginalized, but I, I guess the Hollywood comparison would be Nicolas Cage, right? Nicolas Cage... I guess you're, you got to be old like me, but at one point he was a big box office star. And he had a pretty good run in Hollywood with movies like Leaving Las Vegas and uh, Raising Arizona. And, and I guess his last big movie was I, that he was part of was National Treasure, but that's like almost 20 years ago. And he's still making movies, and he, he's known as the direct-to- well, it used to be direct-to-video, but now it's it's direct-to-video on demand now. So it's direct-to-vod, I guess, is what they call it now, I think. But anyway, like, and he's also a bit of a space cadet, Nicolas Cage, kind of like the JaVale McGee of Hollywood. There's a lot of space cadets in Hollywood. So is if, if Des Bryant's cool with all that, and he might say he's cool with all that, but actually living that life, because uh, you know what's going to happen. If he, he Here's the reason. If he goes to the Cowboys, and let's say things aren't going that well, things aren't going all that well, uh, and, and whatnot. Well, the the Cowboy fan is about, well, they got to throw the ball to Desmore, right? And then that that's kind of like in, he's in the shadows hanging around. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We'll take your phone calls. We'll go to the phones right now. 877-99 on Fox is the number. And let's say hello to Mark, who's in Southern California, and he is – Going to give us an idea that we can do for the show. Hello, Mark. Hey, you know Ben. Uh, all these all these kids that are at home right now, and the parents are being uh, homeschooling. They're being adjunct teachers. So, uh, the coach of the Chargers just gave twenty five grand to LA Unified. He gave back to the community. I, I think you could do that, Ben. I think you should on your podcast or on your show. Maybe do a lesson in sports, maybe a little segment teaching kids about something in football, something in baseball, maybe a little basketball. Talk to the first graders, the second graders, whatever. What do you think of that? Yeah, but how do I know they're actually going to hear it? Oh, your parents will play it for them on the phone, like during the day. Well, do you have kids? Yeah, I do. Would you play it for them? Yeah, why not? They got to break up the monotony of... uh, Workbooks and uh, what's that the video thing they watch? That uh, what's it called? They're all on the same channel on the on the on the computer. You know, listen to the teacher. There's something Zoom. different, you know. Zoom, yeah. Zoom, yeah, yeah. Zoom. So, Mark, it sounds so, to me, Mark, it sounds like you're already at your wits' end with what's going on right now. No, no, not not at all, not at no? all. Okay. No, not all right. at all. All right. Well, listen. I will consider that, Mark. I, my kid, I, my kid's actually going to leap a grade probably next year. I'm guessing. Oh, look at that! Really, they're so smart that they're going to 
Yeah. Are, are, are you helping them with their schoolwork? If, boy, if I was at home and, and my mom was around all day or my dad, I would like, hey, you do the work for me. You know, hey, come on. Hey, yeah, I work at night. I'm working, I'm working right now. I work at night. And then okay. I get up in the morning and uh, I crack the whip, man. Yeah, so. you're, like Bel- you're like Belichick with your kids, man. You just <laughs> yeah. <stay. laughs> yeah, I quiz, I quiz them in the, uh, when they're walking into their bedroom. Oh, that's good. That's good. There you go. You got to keep. Yeah, listen. You got to do that, man. That's good. Your kids will grow up. They'll, they'll have uh, make some money doing that. All, all right, Mark. I'll consider it, man. Thank you, right. and be uh, be safe out there driving around doing your your gig there. Uh, it is the the Ben Maller show. We'll take some more of these phone calls. Got a bunch of legends lined up. A murderer's row. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. Of legendary calls. We also have the Coop Scoop on entertainment. Hooray for Hollywood, or actually, hooray for streaming video. Uh, we'll get to that and we will do it next. Hey, Tatuve! Tatuve, you're a bum, pig! Check for the buzzer! Hey, um! Um, pat him down real quick! Check for the buzzers! John Feels good, doesn't it? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, 
I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a regular listener, you know that the Ben Maller Show is unconventional sports talk. We dabble in the outlandish and bond with the freaks and geeks. Facebook is a digital playground for all of us. You can chat with other P1 friends of the show. It's painless, and you can cancel anytime. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, congratulations. I'm very proud to announce here, Eddie, that one of our regular social media contributors in the Maller Militia has now picked up a parody account, Ernie the Great Opiner. Did you see this? No. Uh, I read a lot of Ernie's tweets. I think he's pretty good. And it turns out that Ernie, uh, there's there's somebody started an account named Bert the Great Opiner. And uh, yeah. It's uh, there he is. Uh, Ernie says, "Who would have thought my 300th follower would be a?" He says a burner copy, but it's actually a parody account. Uh, Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Thanks, Bert. Even though I buried you under the count's house 25 years ago. There you go. Uh, Speaking of uh, social media friends, how about Funhouse? Huh? I know. That's my guy, man. Funhouse, a friend of the show, Maller Militia guy. He's become an internet legend, uh, goofing on Francesa and playing highlights of different radio shows. And I guess Francesa, who's, in my opinion, not that bright, decided, hey, let me shut this guy down. The the, the most publicity, in certainly in recent years, I know Francesa was a huge star back in the day at WFAN, but in recent years, uh, yeah, not that great. And fun, people have been talking about him online and comedy. Any publicity is good publicity. And, yeah, I saw Funhouse tweet out some video. I guess he's not allowed to do that anymore, and they're going to get lawyers on him. And it's, an, uh, it's my philosophy. I don't speak for the company, but that's good promotion. I wish Funhouse would talk about our show and promote us the way he promotes you know, Cowherd uh, and some of these other he, guys. He should be uh, paid. To do what he does. I, mean, I agree. He does a better job than people who are paid to do that. I, I 100% agree. He's wonderful. He finds all the funniest clips. And you know, the problem is a lot of these idiots can't take, you know, they can't take a joke. You know, they got so many hardos that work in sports radio. And they got no sense of humor, no self-deprecation. And they just can't, they don't get it. Now, fortunately, there are a group of people that do. But some of the old guard guys, they just, it's completely over their head. 
So I'm hoping there's a way that Funhouse can continue, but if he's completely blockaded from using content, I don't see how he can continue doing anything like he's been doing. So anyway, well, good luck to him. I hope hope they figure that out. Uh, Eugene's upset. He says, Nick Cage, hate will not be tolerated, Ben. National Treasure 20 years ago, uh, third one is being made as we speak. Yeah, but I'm talking about the that the, the original, which I think came out, I don't know, in the early 2000s. That did pretty well. I don't know how well the other ones have done. Um, anyway, all right, let's uh, go to the phones here, and we say hello to Doc Mike in Chicago. You got the Doc. Hello, Doc. Good morning, and uh, all the uh, what they call sip loopers. Okay, you take you capture every uh, pass oh. of your urine and take oh, a little sip of it and throw here the rest in the toilet and yeah. bulletproof yourself against this environment of chemtrails yeah. and this uh, goofy virus that uh, <laughs> Trump has now put on the uh, low priority list and the drug cartels are number one. You got to take your tinfoil hat off before we have this conversation, Doc. Now, next week... Uh, and I'll talk to you, I'll call you up at the end of the show here, but I'm going to book you for an hour next, maybe Sunday into Monday. Are you busy, Doc? I I would make a uh, cancellation of some of the finest looking girls in Ecuador <laughs> to make that show. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll talk to you off the air, Doc. We'll book you. Fine. We're going to do an hour, pretty much an hour, most of an hour, and yeah. people will call up. But yeah. you got to be prepared. You're going to get some haymakers, Doc. People are going to throw some punches at you. You know, I've been an athlete all my life. I still train arm wrestlers. Eddie's met me. He knows I kick ass. Bring it on. <laughs> I've been drinking my urine for 20 years. There you go. Okay. I all love right. that drop. Why, why hasn't uh, Trump hired you as a consultant? You Instead of Dr. Fauci, they can put you up there. I know. I know. Here's the deal. They want some multi-billion dollar pharmacy item to work with this thing. Yeah. They don't want anything that's free. Who okay, knew this, that we were carrying around the cure to all this in our yes, pants all this time? I had absolutely. no idea. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Forget Nicholas Cage. You, you are, Doc, you're a national treasure, Doc. You're a national treasure. <laughs> well, okay. thank you very much. Was this, uh, uh, was this comments or, you know, elicited from you? Like, what, what are we going to do now that there's no sports? Because I'm getting contacts on my email from your listeners. Oh, is that right? They're trying... Yeah. <laughs> They're saying you're they the greatest, you, blah, blah, blah. You know, is this... Are you the Doc Mike... From the um, uh, Ben Maller show, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, How many million listeners do you have around the world? Do you who know is that, well, Shirley? Here's the amazing thing, Doc. Now you've been with me for 20 years. Right? You go I back know. to the old days, all right? Yeah, but yeah, when you got banned in Chicago, this and is I got how, banned this on is how pathetic. Show. Let me tell you something. This is how pathetic I am at radio. Okay, I've been a sports radio guy my entire life. That's all I do is sports radio. Right. The audience, we actually have more people listening the last month with no sports than we did 20 years of talking about sports. I was going to go over that with you as soon as that guy from, uh, uh, you just had him on the air a, a few minutes ago that has his kids and he's, he's teaching his kids. What is his, uh, he's in California someplace. Yeah. Who? That's immediately what I thought about. Here's all these people at home listening to you and Eddie and uh, the rest of the gang over there. Yeah, what are their names? What are the other guys' names? 
Who? You got Mickey Mouse and Goofy and <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I got to go. Doc, I'll talk to you later. I'll, I'll schedule for you next week. I got to go. Thank you, Doc. Uh, let's go to Tammy in Montana, who has been very patient. Hello, Tammy. Hey, Ben. I'll make it quick. Um, I just wanted to say that Jason in Windsor heard Radio Radio Rich on a show the other day, so we know he's he's still around and good. We just don't know what's going on in Wheeling, West Virginia. Well, I heard, and, I heard that Radio Rich still calls Andy Furman on the weekend. Oh. Some, somebody told me that he calls Andy Furman's show on the weekend, and uh, yeah, I, I, I would I would welcome Rich back. I didn't ban Radio Rich. He just stopped calling. I don't know what happened. He just quit calling. Yeah, he's yeah. You know, one of those. But um, also, um, the podcast, uh, Sports Education, is a great idea. You're just going to have to curtail your cussing, which I actually enjoy that. <laughs> and um, Well, you know, I, I got to tell you, T- Tammy, I got to tell you, I got to be careful now because I – I'm using the remote studio because of the company policy, so I can't go into the main studio. So I'm in my own studio, which is what I usually had done the podcast in. But I, I have to sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm in here so much now, I'm like cooped up in this little room that I got <laughs> that I don't know whether I'm doing the podcast or the radio show. I got to be careful because I can't curse on the radio show. So I'm going to try to cut back on the profanity because I don't want to slip <laughs> up here and then I'll have all hell to pay with my boss. Yeah. I, I think you're you're it's very hard, very difficult for you, and, and I think you're doing a great job on that because it would be difficult for me. Um, I think you forgot to remind um, Angry Bill that since he's the new uh, worst caller of the year, he's got two golden tickets. And lastly, oh, real on. quick, I know I had to. Um, I want to buy you guys um, dinner of some kind. You guys, whenever you get together and you can eat again. And it's in honor of Roberto blowing up Real Talk. Thank you, Roberto. I appreciated that. <laughs> All, right. All right, you guys. Have a All great right. weekend. Thank you, Tammy. And uh, now, do you know, well, Tammy's very nice. There's a certain Uber driver that we need to say, uh, well, I, we don't really do birthday shout-outs, right? No, unfortunately, we don't do that, ever. Yeah, I mean, because it would, because then happy, everyone would. Happy birthday, you old man. Yeah, we, everyone would want. A birthday shout out, right? I mean, we we start giving birthday shout outs. We you know, we we just can't do it. Yeah. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Patrick, the uh, Uber driver in San Diego, and uh, we met Patrick a couple years ago. Uber Black. Oh, that's right. I know he's, he's an elitist Uber driver, not just an Uber driver, Uber Black driver. I apologize. Uh, but anyway, he ch- he checked in. Uh, I guess racist. This is so, Happy birthday. Yeah. If yeah. we did well, that. Everyone uh, having a birthday and uh, celebrating by themselves. Uh, and I'll be in that list later on. I'll be on that list. I, I look forward to that. Uh, it's like when I was a kid. No one wanted to hang out with me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars, we uh, had mentioned that uh, one of the best players in their franchise's history, uh, former offensive tackle Tony Baselli. Uh, had been in intensive care battling the coronavirus. Now, fortunately, he is doing better, but uh, he's now talking about uh, his uh, his experience, and uh, it was uh, not a good one as he was he spent five days in the intensive care unit at the Mayo Clinic. But yeah. uh, again, uh, he is doing be- better now. But he says it. Uh, well, now, was he was, on ventilators? I don't know they, if he was on a ventilator or not. I did not see I, that. I was reading. They said that when you go on the ventilator, it's usually you're on for like two weeks usually. 
they say. Like it's a long, but I, I, they're, they're trying. They're trying different medicines. They're trying. I know some reports there, some studies that have been done that say there's some stuff that's encouraging. But I don't know about you, Eddie. I want to hear. Uh, I don't want to hear just encouraging. I want to hear. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's the uh, the magic uh, potion. That's what I'd like to hear. I think everyone wants to hear that. So. Are, are you? Am I? Am I ghoulish? Am I morbid to? To to wonder who will be the first athlete or celebrity to meet their demise. To meet their demise because of this. I mean, there have been. I don't want to be disrespectful, but there have been some sort of fringe celebrities. I know there was a guy from the band Fountains of Wayne that passed away the other day. Yeah, from coronavirus. I just. Uh, I guess eventually we are going to hear somebody, right? That that, that is very well, well known. The yeah, odds. They, I mean, yeah. It would most likely be someone who's a little. Older, maybe yeah. like a retired star or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I could know. see that. Or a former maybe head coach or manager or something like that. Yeah. It is crazy now because I mean, people die every day from just living life, you know. Life will kill you. And anytime somebody dies now, it's like, did he have the corona? You know, did they have the corona? They have to ask that question. So, but anyway, all right. Thank you for that, Eddie. It's the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox. No, we're not doing a pool on that, by the way. Don't even bring that up. Uh, and we're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. You know, the Ben Maller Show hotline is brought to you by Discover. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically, with no limits on how much they'll match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash. Back match. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for streaming video. The Damn coop. right. The loop. Boy, without streaming video, man, we would all be scum. Yeah. Man, there's, there's so much coming out this weekend. There's going to be so much to watch on streaming, which is a good thing because that's pretty much all we can do, right? So first, I just want to mention some news, and this is uh, this is good news for a lot of you sitting at home and looking for stuff to watch. Uh Kind of a, as a way to help people out, uh, HBO is making certain programming available for free. As, nice. Yes, as part of their uh, stay home box office. Nice. Yeah, so. I, I'm going to watch, the, I'm sure this is probably not part of it, but I am most excited tonight. I'm going to be watching that college basketball documentary. I've saved it for today. So look right. The scheme. Yes. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yes, uh, the you know some of the the stuff that's going to be available for free, and and by the way, this is through HBO Go or HBO Now. Uh, you've got you know classics such as The Soprano, uh, The Wire. Uh, you've got newer shows: Succession, Barry, Silicon Valley, Ballers. Uh, again, some older ones: True Blood, Six Feet Under. There's also some movies that uh, that you can watch for free, like uh, Pikachu, uh, the Pokemon Detective, Detective Pikachu, or whatever. Uh, yeah, I was just looking for that this weekend, the Pokemon. <laughs> I, I, I uh, bet I'm you were. That would be uh, the Lego Movie Part 2. Uh, so, another classic. Yeah, so all of those are going to be available for free on uh, those HBO apps. The cool thing about this, though, Coop, is with everyone just boozing it up nonstop, it doesn't really matter what you watch. It's all going to be entertaining, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, if, if you're as far as things that are premiering uh, today and uh, this upcoming week. If you're into nature documentaries, there's a couple of those dropping on Disney+. Plus. One of them is Dolphin Reef, and the other one is Elephant. Uh, there's a... Now, those are Disney documentaries. Does that mean the mom has to die in those also? <laughs> 
Uh, I, I probably to be probably honest. Probably so. Yeah, yeah, just like Bambi. Sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, an- another thing that's premiering is a, a new series on Apple TV. It's called Home Before Dark, and this one's pretty interesting. I'll be checking this out. Probably giving a follow up review on it next week. Uh, it's ba- and it's getting pretty good reviews. It's based on the true story, and I've never heard this story before of kid journalist uh, Hilda Lisiak. Uh, it finds a young girl Ooh. moving to a small town and uncovering a cold case that the town and her father tried to cover up. So uh, there's three episodes that are available today on the uh, on the platform, and then the remaining seven will arrive weekly after that. Uh, also premiering today, there's a few movies that otherwise would be out in theaters, but since uh, theaters are no longer a thing, uh, they are available for video on demand, and I believe the general price for these is still twenty dollars but uh a couple that i, I wonder if anybody's paying for those i've never none of my friends are. are you have you paid for any of the movies that you would have had to go to the box office to watch well not yet because most of them that have happened were already out like right oh, okay. when the corona thing hit and i i saw them all with my with my pass you don't have to brag <laughs> but I, I may I may pay for one of these we'll see but uh, one that I a couple that I wanted to highlight uh, this one might interest you Ben it's a documentary right. good it, it's called slay the dragon and lost my life story see and I know twenty dollars kind of seems like a lot for video on demand but you know they're figuring you've got multiple people watching it if you went to the theaters you'd be paying ten bucks a pop at least yeah but uh, anyway this one uh, basically the summary for this one slay the dragon it's after the 2008 election, a secretive, well-funded partisan initiative poured money into state legislative races in key swing states to gain control of their redistricting processes and use high-tech and analytics to dramatically skew voting maps based on demographic data. So uh, gerrymandering, basically a documentary on gerrymandering. Uh, the result is one of the greatest electoral manipulations in U.S. history, so blah, blah, blah. That is uh, available video on demand. Uh, you know, Amazon Prime, yeah. Apple Plus. Oh, Apple TV. It's like, well, this, Greg Popovich did that with the uh, schedule. That, a lot of NBA teams do that. Jerry rigged the schedule, they changed, changed it around. But yeah, sure. Sounds yes, good. Exactly. Uh, another one. And the only reason I'm bringing this one up is because it's getting rave reviews. It's, it's rated a must see on Metacritic. Uh, it's called Never Rarely, Sometimes Always. And uh, it's, it's, it's basically. Uh, Faced with an unintended pregnancy and a lack of local support, Autumn and her cousin Skylar embark across state lines to New York City on a fraught journey of friendship, bravery, and compassion. So, I believe if uh, I've heard of this one before, I believe it's like a, an abortion story, and uh, it's it's pretty intense, dark movie, but it's uh, it's getting great reviews. And lastly, a uh, couple couple one last things that I I, I want to bring up here um, on Thursday. Is I've mentioned this on the show before, but I'll mention it again. I'm usually not one that likes trash TV. Uh, any like kind of reality competition show like The Bachelor, I can't stand it. Like I just I can't even be in the same room when it's on. You better hope Petros is sleeping right now. I know, right? I don't know. That's I don't get like how so many guys love this show. But anyway, this show on Netflix called The Circle. It's a social media reality show competition. It is trash TV, but it's. It's super entertaining. Uh, so if it's if your you know girlfriend's into to stuff like that, it's one you might be able to actually stomach. And so there's a couple versions on there already: the American version and the Brazilian version, and then the French version premieres this upcoming Thursday on Netflix. 
And uh, there's a lot more. The return of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Jimmy Kimmel on ABC Wednesday. Bunch of stuff. Keep an eye out. There's, there's something yeah. you can find this week. And that's Coop Scoop on Entertainment. All right. And did you see Joe Exotic has been transferred to a prison yes. medical center? Coop? I did see that. Uh, yeah. he's apparently, I, I don't know if this is true. I saw this on a, uh, The Mirror, which I believe is a, a, you know, a rag. Uh, I forget what those are tabloid. called. Tabloid. Yeah, tabloid. Like Thank you. Tabloid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, says he has the coronavirus. Oh, man. We can't lose Joe I Exotic. I know. We got to get him out of jail. We got to get Trump to pardon him. We got. I mean, we got to do something here. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my God, can't. How boy, that would be. I hope he's okay. That could be our, our big celebrity right there, Joe Exotic. Uh, all right, it is the Ben Maller show. Because Coop went a little long there, Cowboys out of the show. Cowboy, I'm sorry. We'll give you more time next week. Bad job by us planning. The my clock. bad, Cowboy. Yeah, call. We'll, we'll get you back, Cowboy. We'll do you a solid. And we've got Balderdash. We'll get to that brief game of Balderdash. We'll do it next. Shut the gorgeous fisherman. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Only a few rare birds are able to listen to all four hours of the Ben Maller Show live overnight, but thanks to podcasting, you have no excuse to miss a second of our unorthodox chatter. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. It's quick, painless, and a noise management. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And now, it's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Balderdash. What the hell is this? Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say. Hit it! That it is, and Balderdash on the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you, and we have a matchup. Every once in a while, you see a major upset. Doesn't happen very often. David versus Goliath. We have a David versus Goliath matchup right now. We have our defending champ, Justin, in Cincinnati. He's been battling the corona. How you doing, Justin? I'm doing great, and what Eddie said, the ghoul pool, I'm taking out Tuve, and we can boo him at his funeral. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I said we're not doing a ghoul pool. I said we're not and, doing that. Uh, now, and quickly, and, Roberto, that suck at Coop account is me. All right, all right, calm down. Uh, okay. so, so no one wants to play against you. I don't know if they're afraid they're going to get uh, something from talking to you, but we have, <laughs> uh, we have Jed who fled, oh, who is, is going to play. Hello, Jed. What's up, Big Ben? Hey, All right, first you, name, baby. Got three letters. All right, this is going to be a big upset if you can pull this off. It's a, a very big mismatch, but good luck. Jed's a regular. He hasn't he didn't call for a while, and all of a sudden he popped back up on our radar. Got a whack a mole. Out of jail. All right, come. All right, uh, here we go. It's time now. Very likely. All right, shut up. We don't have to. Right, we have Balderdash. The the categories are draft day and bald is beautiful. Uh, go ahead, Justin. Draft day. All right. I'll give you the name of the athlete. Tell me the team that drafted him for 200 bucks. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. A little bit of Detroit Pistons, baby. Maybe. He did get in first. That's right. Yeah, we were uh, Isaiah. I didn't even say which move one. On, but move on. Yeah, right. All right. $400. I'll give you the name of the athlete. Tell me the team that drafted him. Tracy McGrady. Justin. Yeah, baby. Trying to get a little Orlando. That is correct. Oh, the Toronto man. Raptors. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jed's just doing his freestyle. All right, 600 bucks. How's that bucks. mess treating you, Jed? All right, calm down. Uh, Pedro Martinez. Justin. Justin. He's big. Expos. No. Oh. Jed, would you like to steal Jed? 
get his points subtract and put me ahead. No, I do not want to. <laughs> uh, he's he's right. He's right. He's right. It's called it's, it's called numbers. Let's go. Next question. All right. Uh, next. A, a, it was the Dodgers, by the way. It was the Dodgers. Yeah, it was a great trade uh, years ago by the Dodgers. That were delighted to see. He's down an old guy. Who cares? All right. Eight hundred right. bucks. I'll give you the athlete. Give me the team that drafted him. Uh, Bill Romanowski. Jed, man, I'm Jed, David. Uh, Jed was in. Jed. Raiders. No. Just. Oh my God. I'm going to use Eddie. All right, Eddie. Who? Bill Romanowski. Forty uh, ers That'll work. That is correct. It's the Forty ers All right, last one. This game's going so well. Uh, I'll give you the athlete. Tell me the team that drafted him. Jermaine uh, O'Neal. Justin. Justin. The Pacers. No. No, Portland. Yep, he got me. Oh, my God. Somebody give me an update on the numbers. What is the updated numbers? I just gave you the answer. No, he's, he's just, still, he, <laughs> Justin's, <laughs> Justin's, Justin's still winning. It's Jed, Jed didn't wow. even take. Yeah, it's the trail. But Jed, you gave me the answer. He gave you a thousand bucks. You didn't take it. Got a murder. Got to go. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.